This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Ever told on a nigga? Nope. Ever squeeze the trigger? Yep. Ever set a nigga up? Nope. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on his yep. luck? You a sap? Nope. You a boss player? You a Mac? Yep. Let me hold a couple dollars. Nope. Y'all still be popping y'all collars? Yep. Stock rims on the scrape? Nope. Paint wetter than a lake? Yep. Poodle in my blood? Nope. Rich, I'm a thug? Yep. You a loser? Nope. Winner? Yep. Starving? Nope. Dinner? Yep. <laughs> you still sell dope? In the bar, dub so. Yep. Got a little gouda. Nope. Got a thumper, got a ruga. Yep. You in love with the house? Nope. She bringing you the dough? Yep. You gon' cry if she leave? Nope. You gon' fly overseas? Yep. Everybody got choices. I choose to get money, I'm stuck to this bread. Everybody got choices. Everybody got choices, man. Niggas made a lot of wild choices in this movie we about to talk about, man. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything, a.k.a. Everybody Make Choices. I'm glad you made the right choice and press play on this shit. This Week I mean, in Culture. This Week in Culture, man. That's the third part y'all getting from us this week, first of all. Um, before we get into it, want to thank the listeners, the supporters, everybody fucking with us. Um, if you couldn't tell... What we reviewing We are back to review the highly anticipated Jordan Peele film Nope Third installment of his Ever uh, squeeze the trigger? Yeah um, Ever set a nigga up? Nope Ever help? Directorial Yeah, yeah journey. It's, the, it's the third one in the uh, in the Peeleverse You know um, Probably At least from what I'm gathering from a lot of folks online One of the most Or the most controversial of the three Um Ain't no real controversy though. Ain't no controversy, but I think people, you know, they, we we going to get into it a little bit more. But I think when folks go see a Jordan Peele film, Get Out kind of set this bar that, yo, I gotta look for everything, and I gotta look for everything, look for everything, look for everything. And sometimes you looking for shit so much you forget to watch the movie, dog. Because like niggas is hitting me asking me about certain shit in the film. And we're going to get to it. We got a lot of questions from uh, from the listeners. Got a few voice notes. People been asking me a lot of shit about the movie. And I'm like, yo, they literally told you some of this shit. Like, right in the face, it was right there. But you was steady looking for other shit. You missed on some of the basics. So we're going to get to all that, man. We're going to talk about the movie. Um, talk about some of the... Because there were still some... I hate to call them hidden meanings. Because he ain't hide them. They were there. You just had to fucking pay attention. But... It was some some nuggets in there, some little Easter eggs, and we gonna get to all that, man. Um, first and foremost, how'd you feel about the movie, Doug? Uh, I enjoyed it, man. Um, I really had a good. I watched it twice. Yeah, man. um, I had a good time. Uh, I was never like bored during yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. I always, I was, even though my recliner was laid the fuck back, and you know. <laughs> Vibrations and warm uh, heaters in there. Yeah. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. 
not knowing what what's about to, to happen. And like, I'm just looking at it. Like, I mean, I, I was enjoying myself. You so know what I'm saying? Jordan Peele said after Get Out or when he was making Get Out, he had a notion that he needed to entertain the audience. But at the time, he didn't really have the money to do so. So his films had to become about the journey that he was taking these characters on and the audience on, right? Um, and he said that I'm very aware that people never know what they're getting into going to see my movies, but that's the point in how I tell my story. I'm with you. I sat there not knowing what the fuck I was watching. Like, I, I feel like this movie almost had like three different tones and maybe two because it started off very horror. Like, I, I thought we was leaning in a horror direct. I knew it was sci-fi and all that. I, I knew what was coming in Probably that Probably my favorite genre. Sci-fi? Yeah. Horror is mine. So, I've been, and that was one of the reasons why, you know, Get Out and then Us. Like, I like what Jordan Peele is doing with, and he said it several times. Like, yo, I want to get horror films with black people in them. <laughs> like, that was his whole point. And then with uh, with this one, with Nope. He said very specifically, "Where the black UFO movies," and that's what he said. He literally said straight up, um, "I want to know how my people re- would react." And this is just me speaking. I'm mm-hmm. not quoting Jordan, not Jordan Peele. Peele yeah, yeah, but like, yo, how do how would I like if the aliens drop down on Joe Road and Evergreen? How would the people in my neighborhood react? Yeah, it'll be a lot of nopes, right? Right. <laughs> like, hell, fuck no. It'll be a lot of niggas shooting at the sky with their guns, and like, it's different. Everybody not walking into the light. You feel me? He said specifically, he wanted to represent black joy and black adventure. In addition to continuing what he had done with black horror films, but kind of shifting it into a black sci-fi movie, and this is the first black sci-fi or sci-fi movie. With the main cast being all black, yeah, um, full length, yeah, yeah, full length. Um, and that's important, dog, because when people immediately come out, because I've I've seen quite a few folks online say, oh, I ain't seen sh- no crazy shit. Oh, I've I'm seen I've seen a lot of yo that shit was trash, or niggas who haven't seen it yet say, yo, was nope that trash before I bought his ticket. Like I've seen that sort of talk, and I'm like, you you know how I get when it comes to creatives, nigga, like. What's kind of funny, two people I've seen say that live in Cali and they currently trying to act right now. Like, that's they, that's what they're doing. And I'm like, I've seen one of them in some shit um, on, on Prime Video, I think. And uh, That shit was trash? Fam, I, I really, when they said Nope was trash, I said, you got to be kidding. <laughs> I said, you got to be kidding. Because that basic shit that I seen you in that, hey, I would never publicly call trash or tell you was trash because I know what you're working your way up toward or trying to. Damn, nigga. <laughs> this was trash? The the biggest fucking original screenplay in the box office since 2019 when Us was the biggest original screenplay at the box office? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. It's real shit happening out here. But we're going to get to all that because I'm not just here to defend Jordan Peele. Um, if you can't tell, I also thought the movie was actually really entertaining. Um, I'm not a sci-fi genre nigga. So knowing that he kind of intended on blending a little black horror but more so black sci-fi, I was very interested in sci-fi what this Because sci-fi is hor- horrific like a motherfucker. A- one hundred percent. Like but, if you watch a aliens movie, yeah. you're like, nigga, it's, it's they're never horrible. about nothing good happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I enjoy. Um, 
Westworld. Man. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Westworld is my shit. Well, the first two seasons, is my shit. And it's yeah, it's, it's not that's as sci fi as you gonna get. And yeah. it's gory though. Yeah, like you gonna Facts. see shit or what else? I'll uh, be fucking with. Uh, what's the shit that used to be on USA? Um, on USA, sci-fi Joey drama. Badass used to be on there. Joey Badass was Joey on a Bad- USA show. Yeah, it was Mr. Robot. Oh, Mr. Robot, Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot. But that's we we with Westworld and Mr. Robot. We talking about like peak level sci-fi. Yeah, like this is like the greatest sci-fi. Sh- like I don't like so I I love horror films. I don't like the zombie genre generally. But me and you was the last two niggas watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> so come it's, back on Sunday. By yeah, the way, facts. Last episode. Facts. Um, and did but you I see did they, like World War Z. World War Z. Yeah, that's because yeah. that was after The Walking Dead. But I'm yeah, like, oh, man. I fuck with the zombie shit. Yeah, but it's it's like for me, sci-fi has never really been the genre that captured me. So I was very going into this, not skeptical, but definitely like, all right, I want to see what he do with this. Like, can my attention be kept? And I figured it could. Man, I, I love Daniel Kaluuya, probably my favorite actor at the moment. Um, Kiki Palmer, always happy to see her in some shit. Um, and then shit. Speaking of Walking Dead, we had Glenn in the building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in that order. That's the those those are who are building. Yeah, it's Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Kiki Palmer, then Steve Yin. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then just to throw a little bit of jazz on that shit, we have my man Keith David. You know what I'm saying? The legend. Wasn't in here long. Money to burn. <laughs> Wasn't in here long. Goliath. I mean, come on. I Lauren mean, London Daddy. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Yeah, but uh I mean yo, man, listen, I, I I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um I enjoyed the sci-fi drum. What's the one drum we watched on Apple TV? Um, with Mahershala Ali. And oh my God! Uh, his that movie was brilliant. Hold on, nah, because we got to get this name right. Sci-fi, buddy. yeah, sci-fi um, as hell. The one joint we watched on um, Swan Song. Swan Song. Swan Song was beautiful. The one joint we watched on um, Amazon Prime with Felicia Rashad. Yep, yep. Um, where they were switching the minds. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I like type that type of. You know, I'm some. Yeah, I'm a technical nerdy type yeah, of yeah. like so. I want that blending in with my suspense yeah. and my like. Give and me, that's give yeah. Me that give me the thriller. Shit. Give me the give me the all the brilliant shit. But give me the sci fi too. And that's what they did here with this movie. They gave me the horror and you the sci fi and blending them well. Um, before we get into the review, I want to read a tweet that Jordan Peele posted in 2014. He said, <laughs> and I went to verify this too. <laughs> so I thought the article I was reading was lying, but he said. Whoa, dreamt that a baby chimp attacked some people, then ran up to me and hugged me all scared. I woke up with tears streaming down my face. Wow. 2014, he tweeted that. Um, He also wrote this movie during quarantine. He said, I wrote this film during a time where we were a little worried about the future of cinema. So the first thing I knew I wanted this to be was I wanted to create a spectacle. And so we start the film with a quote from the Bible. Fam, who know about Nahum? Come on. He grabbed one of the most, and I mean, God bless me, unquoted <laughs> books of the Bible. Mind you, I forgot it was a book of the Bible. So Fam. listen, now, you know, I tell, uh, some of y'all know, some of y'all don't. My parents used to be Sunday school teachers. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And my dad had a... Uh, this thing where he had this giant thing of pennies and this mm-hmm. glass thing. And after Sunday school, 
Everybody loved my pops So I'm a, You know what I'm saying yeah. After they were Sunday school Everybody run upstairs And if you repeated All 66 books of the bible mm-hmm. You can get your You can put your hand in And grab get as your many Get handful penny, of change You know Got a little thing yeah. and Put them in So like that was a thing And I yeah. remember like Remembering all the Bible verses, like boom, all right, boom, we got this first test. Yeah. But like, once you get down there to Habakkuk and like Nahum, like, yeah, yo, it's it's they went deep. It's a wild territory. They went deep. Like, it's like it's probably about fifteen books of the Bible that the average person would hear and be like, oh, that's from the Bible, fam. Because Nahum is like, yo, what Bible is this from? Mm-hmm. Until you be like, oh shit, that is down there. What else in there? Zephaniah. Yeah. Zachariah, like we talk, Malachi. come on. You feel Micah, me? like, look at the joints we talking about right now. <laughs> These ain't the quoted ones, dog. Y'all, Matthew, Mark, Luke, James out here. John, but or James Luke, John. Is, yeah, but yeah, James yeah, is. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Um, the quote to start the movie tells you right there what the movie is about. Like, if you read, the, if you were sitting there to watch the beginning of the film, you saw it. So it's the quote from Nahum chapter three, verse six: "I will pelt you with filth." I will treat you with contempt and make you a spectacle. Now, Jordan Peele said this film is about the nature of spectacle, Mm. our addiction to spectacle Mm -hmm. and the insidious nature of attention quoted from him. That's what it's about. If you're looking for like a deeper meaning, I'm going to tell you specifically what he said is about (laughs) the nature of spectacle, our addiction to spectacle and the insidious nature of attention, man. Now, watch that movie in that with that lens with that, on. Um, the word "spectacle" in the older versions of the Bible mm-hmm. is "gazing stock." Gazing stock, <laughs> spectacle. <laughs> this movie. There you go. Like we can stop the review. We can look at livestock. Like, come on, dog. Like, like, yo, the 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 obsession with capturing everything, with with being on film, with with being known, with having your name out there, with being like broadly recognized. The picking up of your phone. Come and on, everything. Every single thing you have. do. Like these are spectacles. This is gazing stock. This is. They risk their lives to get a picture or a video of this thing, this alien force or whatever we want to call it. They risk their lives to get that because it was that important, dog. And I'm like, you know, a couple. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, yeah, on the Nahum shit, right? Yeah, uh, a couple of different versions. One of them is I pelt you with filth and treat you with contempt. Um, I will cast abominable filth upon you. Come on, like. I'm going to treat uh, something bad is going to happen to you. Yeah. God damn it. Like it's, it's within the spectacle. Dog. <laughs> like, so just again, when you think about the movie and you thinking about what it means and a deeper meaning, that's pretty much now, everything you, you needed to know. If you want to go there though, uh, y'all should go look at Nahum and see the context of what, what's happening. Sentence yeah. Is. Why did he say I would do that to you? Yeah. Like, because you did something, now I'm gonna make an example out of you, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm fairly sure he didn't call you my nigga, but yeah, I mean facts. I mean, uh-huh. I'm gonna pelt you with filth. That's not like <laughs> come on, come on. That don't mean I'm gonna take a selfie with you, nigga. Also, and also pelt the word pelt and what happened to Keith David right in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Also, come on. Just I just have to say this right. Everything that's in the Bible 
and every quote that's in the Bible is not a quote from God himself <laughs> and or unless it's allegedly if it, if it's in red. Yes. Yeah, so when I say yeah. I'll pet you with filth and treat you with contempt or da da da, that don't mean that God was saying I'm going to do this. This yeah. could have been Matthew, Mark, Luke or John saying, Yo, yeah, my nigga, I'm going to treat you with like so. That's what I'm saying is you got to read the context of that. But people are like, yo, why would God? I, I'm saying shit like, yeah. why would God do this? Who said that was God? <laughs> I mean, and then it's just, I think it was like a really good look into how like fame and the quest for attention and all that can be like violent and dangerous and really like destructive. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we saw as the, Need to capture this thing on film Kept growing and growing Not just from Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki um, OJ and Emerald M But also From uh, Jupe yeah. the, the owner of Jupe's yeah. Jupiter's claim So And this whole thing It, it, it presented There was a couple of different There were a lot of themes And I'm not I mean I don't I don't got this shit figured out After two watches Yeah yeah facts. Like, I don't got the Jordan Like Jordan Peele knows What the fuck this is about Yeah And everything Yeah But the way that animals are treated in Hollywood mm. as disposable, mm -hmm. I just need you here so I can get to what I need. I need to get this production on the way. I need to make this money. This yeah, yeah. Yep. So whatever. I don't give a fuck about this goddamn animal. Yeah. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Even when I'm in peril myself. Yep. Like I will that, that horse could have kicked the kicked your fucking head off. Literally. You know what I'm Literally. saying? Literally. Or but I you know I need a gimmick for this TV show. Hey, yo, bring me a chimpanzee. So, <laughs> I'm I'm glad you worded it that way because within spectacle is exploitation, right? And within what we're seeing with these animals, whether it's the horses, whether it's the chimpanzee, with them using these animals to exploit, we kind of also get a little backstory about quote the first actor, right? And how essentially he was exploited. And then it kind of carries you into, all right, well, this ain't just about us using animals. Really, like, minorities in Hollywood are being exploited time and time again, the same way we're doing with these animals. We're creating a spectacle around black folks. This Asian kid that was on this show uh, as the adopted Asian brother to this white family. Like, what? He the Asian Emmanuel Lewis. Come on. That's exploitation, dog. To even prove how much of a this the the spectacle approach mm -hmm. is kind of like where the movie was going. I mean, even Jupe said you're about to witness a spectacle mm -hmm. right before y'all ate got ate. Come on, <laughs> like Come he on. was like, "Come on, you're about to see yeah. a spectacle." It took me a minute in the in the movie, and we're gonna kind of walk through, you know, the what. But it took me a minute to even realize he had been buying all these horses from them. And feeding them yeah. to the to the thing before he finally had his reveal. Like, all right, now I want people to come out and pay for this because when I get this, you know, with witnesses, not just me out here. When everybody sees that I can do this, yeah, the spectacle will make me rich again. Because I think within cinema, right, it's if it's not captured on film, it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? If and you got to think about like. Minority groups, animals, all of that. Yo, these all these things within Hollywood get marginalized. And in Jupe's case, he spent his whole life trying not to be a what if, right? Because I was on this hit show and I was on this hit movie. 
until this animal that they exploited fucked my whole career up. And now I'm trying to get back, dog. And I, I think that in so many ways, erasure is also a big theme of this film, right? Because in Hollywood, minorities, they've had their place in Hollywood pretty much all but forgotten. And how, like, with a great, great, great grandfather, don't nobody know him. Don't nobody know his name. Uh, oh, yeah, a, bah a bohemian jockey was the first person captured on motion film, motion picture film. Like, who knew that? You know what I'm saying? And then, more importantly, you could tell by all the people that was on the set of that commercial when they were explaining it, nobody cared. At all. They ain't give a fuck. You been erased, dog. Your history don't matter, bro. You know what song I, I think just, like, fit perfect with this shit, dog? Mm. 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 Because, like... Especially when you talking about old oh boy ain't trying to get everybody. back to that 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 thing, yep. one Hollywood, Hollywood mm -hmm. ain't for everybody. It ain't, but like it's, it's so intoxicating. <laughs> like, man, man. jealousy from so the good. little sister looking at the little the yep. old, her other brother. Yep, I love it. Yep. So it's a um, it's a scene in the trailer. That wasn't in the film. A bunch of them. With a lot weird, of them. That weird white dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, he had a couple. But it's a scene with uh, what you just said with um, Kiki's character Emerald, where she's like, she looked like she just got kicked out of Uncle Phil house. Like she's mm. standing in front of like a big Hollywood mansion, you would imagine, and it looked like like her face looked sad. And it's like, oh shit, did you? We don't know what happened because it wasn't in the movie. But it's like. Did you? Oh, I can't wait to buy it off the. Uh, oh yeah, them direct that director's cut gonna be yeah. a motherfucker. You gotta buy that shit off uh, off the streaming service, yeah, or Apple or whatever, and you get them the features. Yeah, uh, but like when I when I saw that little still in the trailer, I'm like, damn, did she lose an audition? Was she fucking with somebody? And they told her, I right, we don't want you no more. Like, was she being exploited in a way? Like, yo, we want to learn from you or, you know, have you do this. And once we done, kick you to the curb. And now you back out here going to your pop, your family ranch. Like, but it was little shit like that that kind of lent itself to that story she was telling about their first horse or what would have been her first horse um, that she got to train and work on with their dad that she never got to because her brother got the love. So. Well, let's talk about Nope. Yeah. The the title. Yeah. Um, you know, people um people may not like what do you think it means? Some mm -hmm. people even say it mean not of planet Earth. Mm. Um, because the even before we knew what this movie was about, the yep. trailers didn't really say it. It wasn't until like the second or third trailer yeah. um where they was looking up, they were like, yeah. Oh shit. Alien force. Yeah. 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 It was like, Oh, this is some alien shit and mm -hmm. then nope, not of planet Earth. Cause it was a the marketing behind a movie was like, we, I'm not telling you what this shit about yet. Fam, it, the marketing behind all Jordan Peele's movies is some of the greatest marketing in recent film history, dog. Because he don't tell you shit. He, he exercises and utilizes patience. Mm. We you got to wait. We want everything. No, but, but it's deeper than you got to wait. You got to come see it. Man, in this movie, uh, in the trailers, mm -hmm. not the trailers, in the theater, waiting for... Uh, you know, movie to start. It was a trailer for, I guess, the last Mission Impossible movie. Okay. The, the, or the next Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what a guy y'all showed me the whole movie. Man, man. Don't the you trailer hate that? was six minutes. Y'all showed me beginning. I'm like, even one of the, I guess, it looked like a spectacular cliff ending. Jump out the, just like, fam, you save this. Yeah, 
Yeah. That looks super. Yeah. You gave me the like, whole that's the, movie. First, like, you know, any of them last uh, Fast and the Furiouses, the trailer will show, Beginning yo, they done did, swung a car around a whole mountain on a wire. Then Tyrese and Ludacris in space. I don't necessarily need to know how we got there to know that the biggest thing in the movie I've already seen. Yeah. In and this I, movie, we didn't get that, dog. Like, and to your point, it wasn't until we start seeing the the posters and the, the pictures of them looking up that you could even start to gather, like, oh, And it was shit. one of them yeah. little sounds. Like, they yeah. one seemed to be a sound, and you were here. You hit them noises. Yeah. It's like, yo, it's like, yo, something this happened. Is, this is, this is like, yeah, it's, it's a UFO. Man, I forget the name of this movie, though, but it was about UFO abduction. I watched it on HBO way back in the day. It might have been. I mean, First uh, Encounters of the... Or uh, it was like in the nineties though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think First Encounters was like some seventies shit. Spielberg, I think. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna look for this shit. Um, I'll come back to it. But but but, but. um, but no, man. I I I really enjoyed what the movie was trying to tell us, and I just thought it was an entertaining. What hour and a half? Hour and two hours. Two shit. hours. Yeah. How like, about this? If this shit don't got no other meaning, but it's just, it's it's legitimately like I'm not trying to do no social commentary. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to talk about Hollywood. I'm not trying to do nothing. I'm just making me a film about aliens and how this would impact. I'm good with that. And I'm I I I, I, Yo, I watch alien movies. I'm making a film about aliens with black people because black people haven't been in many films about aliens, like feature length films. There we go. That should be enough, right? Um, we got a lot of activity. I reached out. Salute to y'all um, on the socials. I, I told y'all, hit us up. Let us know if you had questions. Send a voice note. Send everything. Um, we got a lot of that. I want to play uh, this voice note from James. Salute to the homie James, man. Um, family up here. Because James is one of them people... Whose mind I like to, you know what I'm saying? I, I like to pick James' brain and just kind of hear his thoughts. He um he sat with us through a lot of snowfall episodes back when we was reviewing the mugs as soon as they went off. Yeah. Um, but James would always have like real poignant thoughts immediately after the episode. So wanted to see what he thought about it before we kind of dug into uh some of the shit that happened in the movie. Yo, what's good, Ant? What's good, Jay? This your boy, James, hitting you guys up at This Week in Culture. Shout out to all the family. Sorry for the quality loss, because I'm actually out and about this week. But real quick, I'm going to give you guys a quick voice note talking about Nope. I enjoyed the movie overall. I thought it was great, but I'm biased because I love all things UFO and aliens. However, there is one critique I have about the film. I so wanted the payoff of them capturing the actual uh, alien on film from a side profile of him riding a horse with the alien chasing him. I thought that would have been huge homage paid to his great-great-grandfather, who was in the first motion picture riding a horse from a side profile. If they could have lined those two things up, man, it would have been like cinematic bliss to me and storytelling bliss. But we didn't get that. But however, I thought the movie was great. And overall, you know, there's a lot of slander out there. But hey, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Looking forward to hearing you guys' thoughts. I get with y'all. Peace. Peace, James. Peace. Um, yo, James just created the ending. I ain't know I needed. <laughs> well, so funny Shit. is there was a shot of him yeah, yeah. from that side, but yeah. it'd have been dope if they would that was the photo they captured. Yeah. yeah. Or if they would have caught it on video and that would have been <laughs> this, you know, again, the homage to 
their great great granddad who was on this horse. Um, appreciate you, James. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I look at movies in general. Like, you either love them or you don't. Like, period. Man, it's it's no other way for me to uh to really like. I can't tell you you a weird ass nigga if you don't enjoy a movie that I like. Like, I'm no. Now some shit I'll be like, all right, you fucking fooling if you didn't like that. Um, like somebody told me the other day when I was posting Paulie from Goodfellas, they ain't really like Goodfellas. They ain't understand. I said, you out your fucking mind, dog. But on the flip side, um, if if you didn't like Nope and it ain't your style, I'm not mad at it. But what I can't let niggas do is just tell me this shit terrible, bro. Like I I don't that I don't get when if nothing else to Jay's point. It was just a good fucking sci-fi movie, dog. Like, if it was no deeper meaning, no hidden shit, no uh, Gordy the Chimpanzee, none of that shit. It was just sci-fi. Man, it was just a good-ass film, dog. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Um, Let's see. We got a couple questions. Niggas hit us with a... Uh, hold on. We got... All right. So, first question. Kind of walking us into what I just mentioned, Gordon the Chimp. Um, they said, why did Jordan Peele spend so much time on the subplot that held no bearing to the overall plot? Um, think it did. I think it did. Think it did. Um, and appreciate you for sending that in. Uh, Fire in the Sky. Oh, that's the name of the movie. Got you, got you. Fire in, who's the who's the lead in that? Uh, I think I've seen D.B. Sweeney. D.B. Um, Sweeney. Let me Google D.B. Sweeney. And it was about a true. This was based on a true story, by the way. Uh, well, based on true accounts. I don't know if it's. Oh, I've seen this movie. Yeah. yeah, this was good. Yeah, this was good as hell. It actually. was good as fuck. Like, yeah, I remember he watching. He got probed. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was. That nigga got a, He got ah. probed. <laughs> Yo. When my, Yo. When my man was in the movie yeah. talking about they gonna stick a metal probe in his ass. Yeah, no, that he was hundred percent. He 100% saw this movie Dog That is funny um, It was about the true life story of Travis Walton An Arizona <clears throat> logger Who went missing for five days in yep. 1975 Following an encounter um, By a mysterious object Or beam of light And he explained what yeah. happened for them five days That he was missing mm-hmm. My nigga disappeared It was people They out there cutting trees Yeah, A light and came out And bang. he was gone out of there. And then he came back five but days later. That movie was good as fuck. And all the other, this, so this is the real life story. Like, yo, all other niggas, like, yo, where he go? Yeah. Like, I get it if y'all don't believe in aliens and shit, but like the other niggas who was working on the same shift with him was like, hey, yo, where my man go? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, after this big ass beam of light, like, we trying to wrap up for the night. Yo, he where right he here. at? Come on. Come on, so, dog. I'm just. No, saying. that was a really good. I remember watching that movie. Rest in peace, my cousin Karen. Uh, me and Karen watched that shit. This shit scared lot. the fuck out of me. It was, was a, scary as fuck. I was 11 years old. Because this was, you said that was 90 what? 93. 93. This was well before we had that skepticism about everything that people say is a true story or based on a true story. You remember like back in the day, if some shit said it was based on a true story, we believe 95% of that shit. Like, and this was during that era. So it added to the allure into the kind of the fear. Actually, let me rephrase. I think this movie is called beamed. No, it's fire in the sky. Okay. Yeah, it's fire in the sky. I'm looking dead at the cover now. Oh, this clip is that I'm looking at a clip. Oh, of when it he get beamed the clip up, is beamed. Gotcha. Okay, that's what gotcha. I All right. Um, but no, back to the question. Why did uh why did Jordan Peele spend so much time on the subplot with Gordy the monkey? So or the chimpanzee. So when the movie starts, 
after we get that Bible quote, it takes us to a set of a TV show. And we see a bloody chimp walking around. We see a very scared fucking kid under a table. We see some legs hanging out on the side of a couch, but we don't necessarily see the body. And then we kind of get the chimp kind of poking and prodding at the legs a little bit. Like he kind of tap her on the feet with his finger and then get frustrated and snatch his birthday hat off. And then it's like, we go into the movie and it's, Oh, and then we see the shoe. Yeah. The shoe kind of just sitting up, standing upright with one drop of blood on it. Now I just want to go back to what we said in the very beginning, Mm -hmm. what Jordan Peele said this film was about. Mm. The film was about the nature of spectacle, Mm. our addiction to spectacle Mm -hmm. and the insidious nature of attention. This is a very important because the young boy who did all that, yeah, he kept all that bloody shit and turned it into a fucking spectacle. Mm-hmm. He turned it into a museum. Literally. Literally. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I took the shoe with the blood and the, put it upright. Like, I, I posted it the way it was in that room. The addiction to spectacle. Mm-hmm. Not only did I survive a monkey attack. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I'm also going to care. I'm also going to call an alien from the sky. Yeah. I was leaving the movie theater and shit, right? And there was two niggas laughing when I was walking down. He was one of the niggas, and I said, I'm going to say this on the pod. <laughs> he was like, damn, it got to be fucked up for you to get ate by uh, a chimpanzee and ate by uh, an <laughs> uh, alien. Man. Like, damn, she, old girl had But like, what's wild, what's wild with her, right, is, yo, why are you here? Fuck whatever I don't even care If he didn't tell you What the fuck was about to happen In full You shouldn't want to be around No more spectacles Nigga You should be done After surviving the shit That you survived Cause I ain't think She survived Nigga Oh boy is Literally living off The fame of that Come on He The attention To spectacle Oh let me explain How this Saturday Night Live Skit happened Man Because this is before We actually seen it mm-hmm. So we had that one little clip Yep Of the end of it Yeah We like what the fuck Is what going on What the fuck on? was that And Jordan Peele company is called Monkey Paw. Yeah, so I'm so it added to that. You yeah, know what I'm, saying? Yep. I'm like, okay, I, you know, because it kind of looked like the the the, the, the symbol. Yeah, yeah, when that when he reached in there to that, um, I ain't gonna lie, that opening, going into where I said the film felt like two different films, like it kind of started off more horror sci-fi and mm-hmm. then leaned more sci-fi. Nigga, that opening. Put me right where I needed to be on the horror tip. Like, I was like, oh, shit, what is we walking into? Because in my mind, going off the commercial, I'm like, I thought this shit was about Daniel Kaluuya and some horses. Yeah, I didn't know. This This threw me all the way off course, but I liked it. Because now I'm officially in my I don't know what to expect mode. Because even even though we had an idea of what the movie was, we still had no idea what this movie was about to be. We ain't know. So when you see a bloody fucking monkey and then you hear the sounds of the chimp. Side note. Uh, for whatever reason, yeah. I'm fascinated by chimps. Oh, well, chimps are. Well, let me yeah. rephrase that. I'm fascinated by how strong chimps are. Yeah. relative to their body size. Yep. and our body size. Yeah, like they weigh they weigh too strong. Yeah. for it to be them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you looked at that chimp. This is a relatively small chimpanzee, and we saw what it did. And most recently, I was doing some. Listen on Joe Rogan podcast and they mm-hmm. reference something about these uh, special breed of chimps that they found in the Amazon mm. that they refer to as lion killers because they're six feet two hundred pounds. Oh shit! Can you imagine what that air quotes 
Little chimp, how strong that little chimp is, because the chimp can he rip your fucking yeah, face off. Literally, I remember back on Oprah back in the day, people who got their faces ripped off by chimps. The lady was on there. Yeah. His chimps go crazy, or they go chimp, yeah, all the time. And that's that's a. I'm glad you said it like that, because I got a note in here about, and we'll we'll get to it when we talk a little bit more about what happened on the set of that that TV show. But yo, dog, nature, nature, <laughs> like the chimp didn't go crazy. Chimp, chimp went chimp. chimp. Like it, 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 that's what it did, dog. The, the, the tiger went tiger, and nigga, like we know, like you can, you gotta tame them. Come on, but but then can't be tamed. Yo, my nigga said it best. Um, hold on, where is it? I got the note. It's that nigga, uh, OJ. He said it right in the movie. You cannot tame a predator. You can't. You can he, enter in an agreement with him. Come on. An agreement is, and you better hope you they stay agreeing. You stay on that side. Yep. I'm gonna stay on here. You know what I'm saying? Like. Y'all got two seasons kind of going back to the exploitation within the spectacle. Yeah. Y'all got two seasons of this monkey being used for entertainment. Y'all got two seasons of this little Asian kid being used to kind of trope his way. And I didn't fucking miss on the little. So when they said, yo, he was in that movie before the show, that movie poster looked eerily similar to, uh, I think that was uh, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom that had the little Asian boy in there next to Harrison Ford. Mm. His career, the actor that played that little Asian boy, literally stalled after that movie. And if you've seen uh, that Indiana Jones, he was very stereotypical Asian in the 80s, yeah. right? Like what an Asian character would have been in the 80s, where they voice is kind of, they kind of making everything is mockery, right? Thanks. The man that- Or right, everything is- because we don't we not integrated like yeah, that. Yeah. This is how I think you this Yeah, how you this sound is what I me. think you sound like, how you talk, how you yeah. act. That young kid had been in like maybe I think he was in like one other movie, some shit that came out in like China. And then his next film, damn near forty years later, was everything everywhere all at once. He's the husband in that movie that I mm. talked to. Nigga, he was amazing. This nigga got critical acclaim. I think he's gonna get nominated for a best supporting actor Oscar. Nigga, I didn't act because my whole career stalled because look at what they tried to trope me as. And then probably the types of shit that I kept getting after that was all exploitive. Exploitative. Yeah, I think exploitative. Another thing yeah. about this, uh, the movie title that I forgot yeah, yeah, to yeah. mention. So, in this movie, he asks, what is Hi. A, a bad miracle? Mm. He's like, is there a such thing? Yeah. And then what? He's like, what do you call it? What do you call a bad miracle? Is there a such thing? He's like, nope. Mm. So is the nope? Yeah. The name of this title is it a bad miracle? Mm. Because that fucking shit that was in the sky. Yeah, that's it's miraculous. A miracle, that's miraculous. But it's a bad miracle. Yeah. And this movie is about a bad miracle. Yeah. And when she asks, what do you call it? Is there a name for it? What do you call it? That's what he said. Is there a name for it? What do you call it? She said, nope. Nope. Mm, that's a fucking bar, dog. Um, all right. So we get that we get that kind of nondescript scene in the beginning of the TV show, and then we flash forward. Yeah. X amount of years later to uh Daniel Kaluuya, who plays OJ, Otis Jr., and his dad, played by Keith David, the legend, Otis Sr. Um they out there talking. His dad tell him about an opportunity. Yo, we booked this. We get this horse in this. We might get that money to get shit back rolling the way we need it. 
And then before they could even revel in all that shit, start coming out the sky. We start hearing like that little like whipping whirling sound, and it's <laughs> like, like what the good? fuck is happening? He's like, "Are you good?" It was funny. the The person next to me at the theater when I went soon. I mean, soon as Keith David stopped moving, I didn't even realize he had stopped moving. The second his body just wasn't doing anything, she was like, "Oh my god, no!" And I was like. Yo, what you see, <laughs> nigga? And then I looked up and realized the horse was moving, and he was perfectly still until he slumped over and fell. Yo, um, Jordan Peele was talking about Daniel Kaluuya mm. um, because this is the first time he worked with him since Get like, Out. Get Out, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about his eyes, and because this movie was so important, the eyes were so important. Yeah, he was referencing how like he can say a lot without saying anything. Facts. Like in the beginning of this movie. Uh, like we didn't get the relationship between him and his father just in that first in that scene, 10 seconds. Yeah. But the way he was looking when his pops wasn't moving, yeah, and the way he took off running and his facial expression, yep. it it damn it it gave me forty it, it gave me four or five pages worth of dialogue without having nothing. Didn't say a fucking word. On the way to the hospital. When he driving, yep. Like I just I just understood. Yeah. Like it didn't have to I didn't he didn't have to say it. We didn't have to give you a bunch of backstory. Like it was understood because of the energy that he puts out yeah. and his facial expression. And it's it's kind of something to the point about the eyes, right? Um Daniel Kaluuya, he does have like really like they're like telling eyes, dog. They just are. But then in the course of the movie, the eye is so important. Back to the spectacle, looking at shit, right? This whole notion of, yo, if you look up at this alien force thing, you're going to get eaten, dog. And you think about the way his dad got killed right in the beginning. A coin went through his eye. Crazy. Coin went right through his eye, dog, which tells me, oh, I looked up. Is the eye on him? Is we, all we was focusing on was the money? Come on. Come the, on. The, 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 you ain't had your eye on nothing else but this this bread? Okay, watch this. Literally And you heard that And bam He bled out in the fucking car On the way to the hospital dog Um Somebody asked Salute to the homie They said Hold on where did it go Okay nope question Why did they not go ham After the daddy died Trying to figure out what happened OJ seemed too cool With his father being killed By a stray nickel The dad's death Opened the movie Then it felt like nothing it was six months. It it, it literally jumped, jumped six, six months. months. Yeah, they jumped six months. And what they told you what happened was in the background. You never heard a conversation. They yeah. was like, "Yo, his dad died six months ago." They said the airplane threw some shit out the yeah out this guy. Like you never yeah you didn't see it because it's a six month time jump. Yeah, and like they explained it that way. I, I'm gonna say. To answer that, it was just one of them cutting room floor situations. Yo, we not going with no film that. Details how they responded in the immediate after, right? We, we gonna tell you. We didn't even establish how close they were. Yeah, we ain't learned nothing. So I agree. I I wouldn't mind. This is just me. I love seeing Keith David on anything really. So I wouldn't have minded him in the so movie what more. You, what would you think? But nigga, it's, it's a key stuck in my horse. There's a nickels and shit that you took. Like yeah. I literally saw something. Fall, I, yeah. I heard that I saw things coming from shit, the sky. There's shit all over my lawn, yeah. like little small things that are all like perfectly positioned into my lawn as if God threw them down himself. Yeah. So if a nigga tell me, yo, some shit fell out of an airplane, all right. 
I don't what know. You, At do that I, point in my life, I don't know what else to go with. Did you see the episode of Mythbusters? They they kind of debunked the fact that a, a penny falling from the Empire State Building Kill, killing kill you, da, da, da. Come on. I, I still think it will, but they said it couldn't. I but, wouldn't throw one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wasn't standing underneath that motherfucker. Also a fact. So if you told me a piece of metal fell off a fucking plane and hit a nigga in the eye, I, what do you want? How, what do we do? Hey, I bungee jumped. I know how quickly you can come out of plane. Like I literally was there when it happened. Though. Yeah. Like metal shit was. Falling I saw everywhere. the shit. Yeah. So they say it came from an airplane. What do I think automatically? Yo, it came from a UFO. And when the horse ghost got this key stuck directly in his hip or in his hind, yeah, I'm gonna believe whatever they told me happened. And then I gotta go with it because at that point, I have no reason to believe UFO alien source. Side note. Okay. This is pretty interesting though. Okay. Because was there a plane? Not that he would see. Yeah, yeah. But the FAA knows where if all it was these a plane planes, over there, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They also mentioned that this spot is blurred out from Google Maps. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So government shady, we probably knew yeah. there's been a fucking like my nigga. Fuck is happening in uh Aquadolce, yeah. California. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We probably knew something. So hey. that that to to that to that the question is a good question. On Facts. the back end, it's like because yo the government probably do know something's going on. And wasn't nothing over there. But, but yo, if I told them it was a plane, what they gonna do? Because they don't have no proof. Yeah. Or it wasn't the government who said it. it's the local, the police department, the cops. Yeah. I'm like, and here's shit. the thing. Here's somebody else who might know is some shit going on over there. The fucking cops. Because y'all hearing the same shit I'm hearing when these horses is screaming when they getting snatched up. But hey, it's easier to explain it away as something I know versus the unknown. Uh, did you? So, for some reason, 613 came to me twice a couple times in this movie. I know that's the time that, uh, I think that's the time his, da- his dad passed. But okay. it's also the time that uh, Jupe said that's the, exactly the same time he seen him the first time. Mm. The, the alien yeah, shit yeah. the first time. Um, 613, do that mean something? I don't know. Let's see. But then I had to think about it is he couldn't have seen. So you had to eat some people before that because you spit out the rip. Basically, the alien been taking his shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you keep what you want and you, you put out the everything else. He keep, he spit out the, the, the metals and shit. Yeah. So he had either just ate. And or, then, and, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Or he ate the day before and, and spit this out. So I don't know. But. Um, six around this same time when he started feeding the alien is when he got killed because he said he'd been doing, he'd been doing it for six months, right? Yeah, and he died six months ago. So all this shit started six months ago. Romans six thirteen, do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness. No idea if that means anything related to the movie, but you know, you you grab a Bible verse, it sounds like it might bar you up real That's quick. That's a dog. fact. Um, so I, the internet is a fact. Facts. Uh, all right, we got another voice note. Salute to the homie Sean. He reached out. Let's see what he asked. Hello, this is Sean the Terrible. This is my voice note about Nope. I'm very interested in seeing how you guys are gonna break down this movie and make me believe this is a good movie. There was a point of time I was watching this movie and I turned to the person that was next to me and I said, what the hell are we watching right now? What is this? So, I'm looking forward to the episode. Yeah, that pause. Wrong, but I don't think y'all can. 
Yo, my dog said, what is this? Pause. <laughs> he was really waiting for an answer. <laughs> no. That nigga thought we was on the phone. <laughs> no, no, no. Tell, what, person what sitting next this? to me, tell me what it is. <laughs> Pause. Um, Yo, man, Sean, hopefully uh, we we giving you a little bit more to help out. And even if you don't necessarily change how you feel about the movie, I hope you're enjoying the pod so far, man. I thought it was shot beautiful. I thought it was good acting. Oh, man, let's I talk was, about that directing. I thought it was good acting. Um, I thought it was shot beautiful. Um, I thought... I was entertained the whole time. Yeah. I'm already addicted to other uh, uh, genre, yeah. Shit. Like so, I thought it was just good. If it don't, if it don't mean nothing, yeah. Um, from a directorial standpoint, yo, Jordan Peele with a budget is crazy, nigga. Like this shit was really fucking beautiful, dog. He did a great job, um, capturing everything, nigga. <laughs> like the. Like down to the you know the scenes of their ranch, the fucking uh, theme park when they went up to Jupiter's claim, all the you know Daniel and and Kiki and just the black skin. Y'all know we talk a lot on this podcast about being able to capture black skin in a way that really makes it reflect on film and makes it beautiful and makes it shine the way that it should on film. Not every director can do that. I think Jordan Pill did a, a great job with that. And then the shots with the alien force um when when he got into that bag and we were getting more and more of it actually coming down to earth and not you know just being behind that one cloud when we was actually getting the the ufo predator force down on earth like those were some beautiful shots dog yeah, like he sure. was fooling on that man so listen <laughs> there's one thing i noticed while watching this movie okay and then i went on the internet and then somebody Brung something up And I was like Yo So I just thought That that shit Looked like a fucking shark Okay Um, The two different it, colors Of grays Yeah and yeah I, Like I just thought It looked like a shark And I So This week Coming up is shark week And y'all know <laughs> That I'm a, a lo- I like sharks Lifelong you That's your shit Yeah yeah um, So then when I went On the internet Somebody Broke some shit down Scene by scene And said This was pretty much Jaws yeah But just in the sky Instead of the water Yeah And I was like Yo They even like Even to the point where Like yo They was Encountering this shark And then they went And hired somebody To come mm-hmm. To catch it mm-hmm. Just how they hired Somebody Old to boy come. The cinematographer dude Yeah Sin- Like uh, some older Gruffy uh, Nigga And it was a bunch of different scene by scenes and like, oh, it was an encounter. And you, you know, you, you basically Trying to outsmart the joint Yeah Then even at the end of Jaws you know, I put the CO2 tank in his mouth. Yeah. Um, the gruffy nigga that they, they, they hired in ends up getting killed. Yep. And then someone else has to step in and, like, save the day. So he ended up shooting the tank and blowing the shark up. And mm-hmm. this one ends up eating the, uh, the, the, the balloon, balloon and shit. then blowing yeah. up. And I was like, yo, this I, I like that analogy. So it was, it was two references, both Steven Spielberg films, yes. that I've seen this shit get compared to. Jaws. One of them and Close Encounters of the Third Kind being the other, um, which, you know, obviously it even more closely relates in a lot of themes because that was a UFO sci-fi film. Yeah. Um, but that said, it was definitely a lot of if you've seen the original Jaws from 1975, yeah, you uh, you know very well. What some of these similarities really were in the movie because Jaws is the reason that people are scared of sh- sharks. Facts. 
before then, I, mean, I don't know if niggas even cared about yeah. or knew about sharks like that. I mean, you could do like that white dad in that video that was out earlier in the week. Uh, did you see that where <laughs> it's like a family on the boat and then the the kid, like a little toddler, he's like on the side of the boat just kind of sitting on the rail and he's like talking to the shark and he's saying, don't bite my boat. Don't bite my boat. And the whole time the dad is trying to grab, it's a baby shark. Do, 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 So the dad is trying to pick the shark up with his hands out of the water for what? I don't know. The little boy screaming, but bit his finger. And then he bit that nigga pinky smooth off. And I enjoyed that video. I watched that a lot. Cause leave it alone. To the point we was just making about the chimpanzee and the spectacle. Let nature be in nature, dog. Stop trying to... Why are you picking up a shark with your hands? Why are you picking up a shark at all? But why are you grabbing it with your hands? Niggas be in the room like, you know what I think would be funny? You bringing a monkey. Now, side note. Okay. I don't like the monkey shit. No, no, no. Like, no. I damn near dislike every type of adver- advertisement with a monkey. You know, I, I got some post-traumatic... Uh, slave disorder. Yeah. Uh, I, I think y'all trying post traumatic H and M disorder. Yeah, I, I think y'all y'all fuck with me with the monkeys and shit. I didn't like Bruno Mars for a long time mm. uh, because he had an album. I mean, a song called Lazy, and it was full of monkeys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is you trying to say, my nigga? Uh, I just didn't. I just don't like when people do any monkey shit. Yeah. So yeah. you sitting nah, around, no monkey business around here. So bro. you think you sitting around like, yo, I know what make this shit even funnier. Yeah. A monkey, fam. Take that monkey shit off. You embarrassing, you embarrassing us. When you tell me, yo, go get a, a monkey, that shit gonna be funny. And then go get a little Asian boy, that's gonna be funny. You making fun. Okay, you exploiting shit. But guess what? In the same way that Jupe later exploited the UFO predator monster, earlier in the film, that monkey, that chimp that y'all was exploiting, all right, I had enough. <laughs> like, and I, I kind of, because something else that uh, somebody asked me was, what was up with all the balloons? Like the, you know, the little wavy thingies that all the car dealerships be having in front of their building and shit. But then you go back to that scene with uh, Gordon Gordy the Chimp. What set him off was them balloons going in the air and then popping. Yeah. He was chilling. The, the first pop set him off and the second pop took him back to normal. It chilled. It was like a snap of a finger, nigga. Like and how that's when why you he went out for the fist bump because it was another pop that yeah, was in the background. Yeah. And when that when it popped, it was also like I feel like uh Jupe's character, he let him calm down. Everybody else was telling him, calm down, calm down. No, no. And then y'all was getting killed in the process. Jupe's character just sat there and just hey. And watched. I'm chilling. And I'm not coming out till it looked like it's cool to come out. I'm not telling him what to do because he in nature, right? And then that pop set him right back to normal. And now give me some dap. As soon as they dap, got his head blown off. That also scared the shit out of me, that little gun pop. It was a whole yeah. bunch of little subliminals. They called them the viewers. Mm-hmm. Or that's when uh, Angel was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Angel's. Like, if you feel familiar with viewers or the watchers. Mm-hmm. The watchers. The watch. Um, <laughs> which can be. Can screw as angels or fallen angels, so it was it was interesting that they named him Angel and he was the one talking about the viewers and yeah and all yeah. other good stuff. Um, so we see. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, just what we learned right in the beginning of the film after their dad gets killed. We see OJ go on the set of a commercial where they're going to be using one of his horses, the horse Lucky, and he takes him on the set. Um, whatever this commercial or show or whatever it is, he's kind of 
he ain't his dad. He not the, you know, go out there and kind of put on the show and talk up the business. He trying to tell them, like, all the rules and regulations and the history of the Haywood family. Folks ain't really listening. He pissed because He pissed because this Kiki job. This was she's supposed to be there doing. And we get the fact that. She always late and yeah. she's not always there because in the beginning of the movie you say, Where your sister at? And they yeah. kinda threw their yeah. hands up like, you know. So she comes late, but then she steps in and kind of gives the you know the background. So she says, Yo, our great 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 grandfather was uh whatever, Haywood and he was a bohemian jockey who was riding a horse on the first motion picture film. Yeah, the first uh set of thirty pictures that be connected together. Uh, and that was two seconds. Yeah, um, it was a black jockey. So and technically, he was the first actor, actor stuntman, stuntman, all that yep, shit, yep. all together. So as we like to say, since the first movie came out, we had skin in the skin game. Again. I ain't love that line. <laughs> I didn't, but it comes that, that 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 it's also a bar. That line comes better from an old nigga like Keith David. Who can say it Then it does get in the game. Yeah. Like, You know what I'm saying Keith David say a lot of shit That just It's like alright I believe it <laughs> um, But I also did catch the bar Of literally having skin In the game yeah. This black skin So I, I'm gonna let it ride But She comes in and explains all that And then she gives the safety precautions Of what not to do with the horse I disliked her character 60% of the movie I can see that I can see that You know what's ironic Let's talk about that um, Shifting a little bit Everybody's talking as if this is like a breakout role for her, right? Which we kind of talked a little bit about that on the on the other uh, pod earlier in the week. I'm not looking for Kiki to have a breakout role. Like niggas know Kiki at this point in her career. Like she don't got a breakout now. Granted, if y'all tell me she has a role where she might catch like an Oscar nom or something like that, that's not it. I wouldn't nobody say that this, in this is that. Yeah, nobody in this movie is getting an Oscar. Yeah, this wasn't that. It wasn't even a lot of dialogue in this movie. Yeah, like no, it's even, a spectacle. As much as I like Daniel Kaluuya, he's not getting an Oscar for this shit. Yeah, like he got his nom for Get Out. This not a this not an Oscar movie yeah. unless it's like for some screenplay or some shit like that. Like, yeah, cinematography, we yeah. might get some. Yeah, but like this not the movie. There's like yo, you know that that. Giant monologue. Yeah, or yeah. It's, like it's not. It's not. And the, to your point. Respect to Kiki, we love Kiki up here, but I do feel like, especially in the beginning of the film, she was overacting. She was. She was just coming off like a slacker. I'm gonna keep fucking shit up. You know the the, the character that you see in yeah, movies yeah, all the time. Yeah, the, and it was like, but it felt. I think I would have not minded it if they had. She kind of popped in out of nowhere. You know what I'm she saying? Was real ghetto, extremely extreme and unnecessarily right, but. Because they just dropped her in and then she was the polar opposite of OJ, it felt maybe a little bit more like overact because it's like he's barely talking. That nigga don't even look up literally for most of the movie and he barely says more than a few words. Meanwhile, she over here. And I'll tell you what, <sighs> if I go in somewhere without my team. Yeah. Knowing you're going to be late, it's going to impact my performance when I'm there. Facts. I'm not happy-go-lucky. Now, if you was already there to handle all that shit, I'm handling the animal, my nigga. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. She, um, after she tells them what not to do with the horse, they come in and do it after I literally told y'all not to do it. What's so crazy is the safety meeting, they talk about nothing safe. It wasn't no... It yeah. w- wait, where was all the safety shit? It was like, nigga. It's a promo for you and motorcycles. So she did mention She like, that. yo, I act, I sing, I ride motorcycles, I do all it. And it was like, 
Fam. They had to throw that party in though. Yeah. Cause like the whole motorcycle. To give shit some background. End, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, you didn't know how to ride an electric motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it was a little shit they was kind of throwing in about her character to try to give us some like background. Like they threw in that she fucked with women. She was like random little lines and you, it was like you, you have to. Yeah Like you're not making a movie Without somebody Representation dog yeah. It gotta be in there Um, But They come over there With the horse They put a mirror Right in front Yo if I tell y'all Don't look the horse In the eyes I'm also Assuming you would know Not to put a mirror Directly in front Of the horse's eyes Nigga You might as well Look directly at it But they put the little Mirror ball thing Right in front of the horse Soon as they do it The horse saw his reflection And he kicked his hind legs up And knocked over Like the makeup table Or something Fucked it up for the actress They don't get this commercial They get kicked off the set And the dude even told him Yo like Man It was just too soon Like you still reeling From your dad Don't worry about it There will be other opportunities But now he like Alright well shit Got something else to do nigga. So they lead a set And they go to Jupiter's Claim Jupiter's Claim is this very Kind of Cheap looking Theme park That's in the middle of Aqua Dolce Right around the corner From their crib Right um, And they go there And they take the horse with him So he can sell it To the owner Jupe Who we meet Who we saw as a child In the beginning of the film And He's selling the horses, but he wants to buy them back down the road. But right now, I need the money to keep the ranch up, so I got to sell the fucking horses. The thing he don't realize yet is you ain't getting them horses back, nigga. Because you've been sending them bitches up yeah. to... We don't know that part yet. Yeah, we don't know it yet, but... It makes sense because when he was like, I want to work out a pathway... And he yeah, yeah, he hesitated. Yeah. He changed the subject. Nigga, he couldn't wait for Kiki to... When she jumped in there and was like, yo, can we... uh can we talk about your movie poster? Are you that little kid from that movie? Whoop, whoop, whoop. He jumped in there immediately and was like, hell yeah, let me tell you about it. Because in reality, he couldn't fucking talk about nothing. My nigga Verge, what up, though? So they got in there. They talking to him. And they on two different pages. OJ trying to sell a horse and work out a plan to buy him back. M is trying to learn more once she realizes who, who Jupe is and what his background is. She's trying to learn more about him. So... He starts to tell her about what happened on the set of the movie. I'm just so irritated with her. Like, nigga, I'm having yeah, a business meeting. Yeah, she was fucking meeting. a business meeting. This, up, is, this is was leading me like, yo, I don't like this yeah, character. She was, she like she was a fuck up. She was, irrit she was an irritant. Yeah, like, it's like, while we trying to be quiet, you over there fucking with shit. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that. And like, but again, it worked to, uh, to Jupe's like, Favor because in reality he like nigga I ain't got no horses to sell back to you because I'm using all the motherfuckers for I'm exploiting your horses. <laughs> so at the time when he was like that, I was thinking he was thinking like, uh, my nigga, you ain't got no money. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like I, you I, can't buy him back. Bro. Like no, I, I bought him for a reason. I don't yeah. want you. You know what I'm saying? Because it felt more like I'm irritated with your question than yeah. nigga I'm actually nefariously feeding your horses to an alien. <laughs> nigga, like my bad. Um, but when he. When Kiki asked about like, yo, is this you? Was you in that movie? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Then she went on and got into, or he went on and got into the story of what happened. And he was like, yo, man, it was, it was an event. It was a spectacle. It was six minutes of havoc. And, not a, and he told them, and she's like, whoa, that was true. And he's like, yo, let me show y'all my little shrine. And he opened a little secret door and bam, I'm living off this, nigga. I tell you what, though. What's that? That shoe is spooky, the motherfucker, man. I like that. 
I like that the, shoe was like the, was the teacup yeah. and get out. <laughs> like, yeah, like, all right, now I'm not wearing shoes again. <laughs> Nigga, you got me fucked up. But um, he told her the story, but he told her the fun version. He continued the ex- exploitative version by telling her, yo, Saturday Night Live got it perfect. And what's so crazy is at this point, we know that he is yeah, the kid. Yeah. I'm thinking like. Fam, you know this was a traumatic, traumatic experience. Why you got the smiles and shit? Fam, because I'm telling you the funny version. And while he's telling it, we getting the Mad TV uh, magazine cover in the background. So all we getting from this whole scene is, nah, this shit wasn't really as traumatic as it seems, right? It wasn't really as fucked up as what we knew it to be. Even though it's like, fam, this was actually some like really messed up shit. And... You're just continuing the fucking spectacle of what really happened in the studio on the set that day. So he tells them the Saturday Night Live version of what happened. It's kind of creepy the way he told the story because you could tell it was fucking with him. Uh, yeah, because he was lying. Yeah. He, he, he smiling for oh, all the oh, tears. Chris I mean, I can't even tell you. Uh, I mean, it was great. It, you'd oh, have to it. see it. Like, you, you, you'd you, really have to go on YouTube. And it's like, nigga, he's like, oh, uh, a Dutch couple paid me 50000 to come just spend a night in this room. That's when he was like, that's why they only use monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OJ pointed it right out Like yeah I remember hearing about that That's why they don't use monkeys no I'm more. not the I'm not the excited type of nigga and shit. I hear the story But I'm not Ooh 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 Yeah yeah Like yeah, like, no. the, yeah dad, My dad told me about the shit That's and, why they don't use monkeys Yo and I'm looking at it From the standpoint of like Fuck you so smiling <laughs> What? Like Nigga anyway Can we get back to this horse business though So they get back to that she asked him, yo, how much you sold those for? He like, 11.5, nigga. That's the deal they work out. And uh, he sold 10 horses. 10 horses in the last six months. $100,000. For 11.5. More than that, but. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. But you ain't getting none of them back. That's the wild. Well, Lucky coming back. but He stole Lucky. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he legit stole Lucky back. I mean. He like, yo, nigga, this the alien. This might be the end of the world. I'm going to get my fucking horse. Nigga. Lucky was the only nigga who knew. <laughs> yo, nigga, don't look up. Nigga. You remember uh, Good Friday's Don't Look Down? Yeah. <laughs> don't look up. Dog. Um, was that a movie? Wasn't that a movie that came out on Netflix? Don't Look Up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the same thing as Moonlight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they came out like a month apart. <laughs> Or Moonfall, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Moonlight came at the same came on the same time. The Marvel shit came at the Holy same time. Holy shit! Uh, <laughs> that shit too. You know what I'm oh man, but um, fast forward. So when when they get back to the ranch, OJ notices some screams, but these ain't like you know normal screams. These are horse screams because he knows the fucking like. Well, what said it all was, um, you know, him and old girl go upstairs, smoke some weed, they and drinking shit. and chilling, yeah. And then she like, why is Ghost out? Yeah, Ghost, another one of their horses. That's the one they dad was riding. Yeah. Um, and he didn't got out to them, whatever they call that. Yeah, the little part of the barn he was supposed to be in. Yeah. So he went out there to go check on that, and while he checking on that, the lights and shit start going out, mm-hmm. hearing some screams, and then that nigga jump over the joint. And he take Yo, the fuck off. He dipped on him, dog. He like, I seen this shit before. I'm getting he the fuck off. He slid, on. nigga. I still got the bruise from the key in my head, nigga. I'm out of here. What's interesting is, you know, so he get in the uh, little, little buggy. buggy yeah. And he go get him. That was Jupe out there. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. with the lights was on. Yeah. And he was saying his speech because in the background you can hear, you can him, hear say, him talking. Yeah. Uh, six months ago, blah blah blah. Yep. Now you didn't, uh, you don't understand. You what's ain't putting going it together yet because yeah. we we ain't heard this. We didn't hear we didn't hear that speech until seventy five percent through with the movie and shit. Yeah. And but like at that point, we also don't realize. Jupiter's claim theme park is around the bend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We, we don't, don't know, know none of this it. yet, dog. So I'm thinking, like, what are these lights? Yeah. Because I know there's an alien shit. I'm thinking, is them lights aliens? Like, yeah. And the lights was going on and off. I'm like, oh, shit. Is that, you know what I'm saying? The but thing, I, yeah. I didn't realize it was them. No, that's that nigga putting his show up doing together. EM, basically yeah. doing a fucking EMP and knocking the fucking lights out. And this is also when we learn that every time the alien force comes down and gets ready to eat, you lose electrical power. So when they noticed that, because all the light, we saw the house, they gave us the big view of the house and it had a ton of lights on through the window and then all the shit went out. When they noticed that, the very next day, man, you was scary as fuck when that goddamn record player slowed down. Oh, man. Yo, we got another one. Jordan Peele chopping and screwing another one. Yeah, I, I, I played my record player yesterday. Fam, <laughs> when he chopped up, uh, I wear my sunglasses at night, I said, that's the one. That's the one. Like, they did it with, like, two or three songs in the movie that got slowed down just by them losing electrical. But that I wear my sunglasses was fucking fire, nigga. Like, so I can. So that was my shit, dog. So they go to the electric store. They go to get some tools because now they want to try to capture what the fuck happened. Oh, but we got we to gotta roll back. The conversation about what you saw. Oh, again. after he went back to the crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like. He wasn't acting normal. He was telling, yeah. you know, rewind this shit. Yeah. Rewind this shit. And then she realized, like, yo, something wrong with this nigga. Like, yo, what you see? I don't know. He was like, I don't know. And then he said. Now, this was great acting, by the way. It's not like Oscar. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not but enough. But it ain't, this ain't an Oscar-level script. Like, we weren't right. giving you that. But, like, I really felt like. I just felt like he just seen some shit. I so, felt like he really seen some shit. We knew this in Get Out. Or we saw this in Get Out. Back to the point in the eyes. Daniel Kaluuya's eyes and get out was like the thing. Like, you remember that one part of the commercial where, or the trailer where his eyes was, and he had the tear dropping, but he wasn't moving. Niggas remember that. That was haunting, nigga. So he got a skill with that. Yeah. Right. We all can do it. Mm-hmm. We just don't know how. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't make eye contact with somebody and knew exactly what they was trying to tell you with their eyes before. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga. Like, you've done it before. But I, he's mastered it with yeah. all emotions, and he got the the Tracy Ellis Ross eyes, nigga, where they That's they kind of bulge a little bit, dog. But it lends to what he trying to tell you with his motherfucking eyes, yeah. dog. Like, and he was like, move too fast to be a yeah. And then he was like, I heard some screams I ain't never heard before. Like, I don't know. And I and I heard ghosts make a sound I ain't never I ain't never heard. heard come on, like come on, man. He said, "What you are?" You, and then she was like, "Cause they they won't say it. They won't say it at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, is you saying what I think you saying? I don't know. He was like, gave him the little hint on it. Yeah. Because, like, nine times out of ten, like, I wouldn't believe you on some shit, but, like, nigga, I know you. I know you, and I also was here when them lights went out. And I know that that was not normal, nigga. And I was dancing when my record slowed up and went off. And I'm putting two and two together. Nigga, the the, the horse carousel went out when when that shit happened with Mm -hmm. dad. And we heard, um, we heard some shit. Yeah. Yeah, so then, then we go forward into I. Right, now we got to look into maybe getting some, some 
top notch camera equipment where we can try because when they went to go review the film from they you know security camera that they already had in the barn that's when they realized i the power went out during that whole shit so we don't got nothing so they went to fry's electronics and this is where we meet angel who becomes the third member of the troop right um he works there they go up to him to check out and he's like yo i can install this shit for y'all if y'all want did you know he's about to be a character no I had no so what's funny, um, the girl that worked in the store who said three words, that's old girl from Euphoria. Facts. Um, she's like really big, like outside of Euphoria, like she's like a big internet <laughs> star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pause her being big. <laughs> um, but she's a she's a, a really popular internet person, popularity. Like it's crazy So I thought she was gonna be I saw her name on the credits And was like She gonna be it I was like Yo this nigga like Really rude <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, He was not a great Customer service person <laughs> I'm like yo He's really rude And shit then I'm like yo Maybe I, I thought like yo They don't usually give Random characters it's just weird that you just got like a rude yeah, yeah, yeah. service person Fam He um the, the actor that plays Angel He said He got the he was like, when he first got sent the script for Nope, it wasn't a script yet. He was like, I literally got, it was like three pages, and the front page said Nope, directed by Jordan Peele. And then he said it wasn't really shit on the next two pages. And he was like, I told my man, my agent, it's a Peele movie, like, I'll take it. Like, whatever. He was like, I, I, I got an audition, like, I'm there, nigga, because it's a Jordan Peele film. Yeah. And he was like, if I did missing, not know what I was getting involved if in. it's dog. missing the first two pages, nigga, this shit's so secret, they can't even tell me what happened before my part. So, it's funny, I actually didn't realize this until I started doing research for this movie. They was like, the Jordan Peele set, shit don't get out. Like, the, it, it was an interview I was reading with the wardrobe dude, and he was like, yo, Jordan Peele had you doing some shit on film that only he understand like it'll be a t-shirt in there that he wore when he was a little kid and some shit scared him and now nigga the main character wearing that shirt and it's just like you just gotta do it nigga but he was like you never find out why until the fucking movie's over nigga and we filmed and we rapped um because it was even a I ain't, I ain't read too much into it, but they said it was even something to, like, all the vintage T-shirts them niggas was wearing in this movie. Um, the whole Haywood horses Why the nigga gear. put on a bulletproof vest? I mean, y'all got my dad with a nickel. Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what's coming down. Okay, nigga. maybe, like, yo, <laughs> yeah, so hit me my yeah. chest. I want to be protected. Yeah, like, bulletproof was, vest and a hoodie is, I mean, that's a black man's uniform. <laughs> that's, that's quite literally my <laughs> 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 it's, it's quite literally my Oh man Um, But So they have Angel come from the electronics store He comes to hook shit up They get two cameras One that's kind of Facing directly in the sky And then the other one To kind of catch the shit from the side the, the one thing though The underlying thing That is slightly unbelievable Yeah uh, But it's movie Is that everybody just agreed That it's aliens From Rip From Rip Nobody like had to be convinced. Like nobody had to see it first. Like when when you know, oh we we talked about M and OJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when we went to to Angel. He basically was like trying to explain them how power works. Yeah. And he was like, unless you're in a mad UFO area, and then they didn't and say nothing. And then he looked at them. He was like, oh shit. And it's like nigga, and you like ju you just in just off rip. 
Yeah. yeah. Even when he when they talk to Antlers later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, you talking about this show? Like, everybody just, we just in. Yo, man. We, we kind of talked about this. Uh, Antlers, the cinematographer from the commercial set they was on earlier, who they end up calling to try to come capture the shit. And, like, they, they kind of give us... More about him when they show him at his crib watching the film. And he's watching all animal shit and capturing very fucking like particular movements and shit that you ain't getting with a regular camera. So when they called him and they like, yo, you the only nigga who could probably get this shit on film. Like, we know you got away. We want to pay you an exposure. Yeah, because we definitely don't have no money now. But, you know, if this shit, if you get what we asking you to get, it's money on the back end, nigga. And you the nigga that filmed the impossible shit. Um, before this, before uh, we get to Angel, yeah, while yeah. They in the store, yo, I thought that shit was funny, dog. That scene, like the whole idea of them, like saying, and this plays into the spectacle portion. Is like my nigga, our dad probably died mm-hmm. from a fucking UFO. Like that's more than likely what happened. You know what I'm saying? I just went out there and heard and saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. What we about to do is get a picture of it to get paid. That's Come some on. wild shit, Come dog. On. Spectacle. That's some wild shit. Cause yo, not I'm about to get the fuck on. Yeah, cause it'll be like, nope, I'm getting the fuck on. But guess what they doing? They exploiting that fucking monster in the sky. Now a nigga like myself, I gotta be real though. I probably would want to get that motherfucker on camera. I probably would, but it's certain shit that probably make me be like, damn, like, you know what? This I don't know if it's worth, worth it. it. Cost benefit analysis. Yeah, yeah. Like, you you got a nigga ROI. Like, you know what I'm saying? After the first time I got knocked out and like I'm getting the fuck home. Yo, when uh <laughs> when they go out there and they try to cause now they on they jupe shit, right? They trying to reel it in. I want you I'm trying to I'm calling it now. The Oprah shot. They want the Oprah shot. You got to get the money shot. Um, so to assist with that, when they were setting up the cameras, Kiki went to Jupiter's claim and stole the little horse. But this the is, little porcelain joint. This is when Angel got hooked for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. I kept telling you shoot the camera up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, but higher. Yeah, it's like oh these niggas really on. No, nah, it's something in the sky. And then he like I can you know I, what y'all what y'all really not gonna tell me what the fuck yeah. going on out here. And then he even told them yo I can monitor the cameras for y'all for free if y'all want. And they was like nah nigga we good. <laughs> nigga went directly to work to go monitor their cameras. 100%. Nigga. Um, which is why I will never have any of you niggas hook my shit up like ever, nigga. I'll YouTube some shit to death if I need to before I have one of you niggas put something up in my crib. Um, but he goes to monitor this shit. And before we get any activity, first we get some weird sounds happening, right? And this nigga OJ go to the barn to see what the fuck going on. And he walking around, and now we still in the horror. That first half of this film was very horror for it. We in the first 15, this earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this that first like quadrant of this shit. So he walking through the barn, nigga. It's quiet, it's dark. Because the barn lights. He's seeing the lights come on, and he like, nigga, how? Me and her in the crib. What the fuck? So he go in there. He walking slow. He don't see shit. He looking around. He cut the lights off. As he walking toward the exit, them bitches pop back on. So he turn around and then nigga said, what you thinking right now, though? Oh, in my head, I said, we about to get to it. Oh, shit. We getting to the business, nigga. We about to get a close encounter, nigga. You know what it felt like? It felt like, again, just using a Jordan Peele film. 
it felt like that very opening scene in the beginning with uh of Get Out with Lakeith, <laughs> where <laughs> where he got snatched up walking down the street. That's what this moment felt like, where it was like, oh shit, it's time to get in that bag, nigga. I know something happened in this movie that everybody knew for a hundred percent fact what was going on, and then four seconds later we was all wrong. Fam, when they first popped that one alien head out. I was like, oh, shit. And then that nigga said, nope, nope, nope. And he started walking <laughs> off real fast. Because, like, the first one that kind of stood up, uh huh. I was like, yo. Yeah. Like, all right. And then when that one. When that stu- one poked out, nigga. But this is the part I'm talking about. That nigga put his hand behind his back after he seen it. I'm like, oh, he taking out the strap. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all niggas on the fucking phone. This nigga taking took out, out the a, phone. Nigga took out a flip phone. Spectacle. I don't get the money shot on a flip phone. You're not. That's a two megapixel camera. Oh, you said you really didn't want nothing uh, electrical <laughs> down here to get the photo with. Cause I'm glad he was down the scrap, though. Yeah. Because he yeah. socked the shit out the alien. So, look. So, he, he see the one. He tripped out. He see the other one. He say, nope. He walks out. But then he stops to think, yo, I need to get this picture. Because my sister kind of in my head about getting this fucking Oprah shot. So, he waits a little bit. Trying to get the picture. Then that one pop out behind him. He turned around, socked the shit out of it. And that's when we realized we was wrong as hell, nigga. These ain't no aliens. He punched a little girl. <laughs> he didn't punch the little girl. These is all Jupiter kids. That shit was funny. Man. But I thought the movie was turning up. The tension they created in that moment, probably some of my favorite in the movie. Nigga. That's, like, that's one of them Jordan Peele jokes. Fam. Like, I know I'm a comedian, too. Come on. So I'm gonna I just fucked with y'all. Like, I'm like, yo, didn't. The it, little green things? Nigga, he, I mean, he fucked with us for five minutes, and it was a tense five, dog. Here goes something. Mm. Now, the alien mask that they had on, mm-hmm. did you see it somewhere else in the movie? Yeah. Where? Jupiter's claim. No. There was the little yes. toys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But did you see it somewhere else in the movie? Not that I recall. I only seen it once, though. On the set, the movie, the, the actual cameras... Got these white covers on them. Oh yeah, and when the they turn the head, and the covers are look exactly like the like eyes. That, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Even dip in there. I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh, 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 oh y'all, 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 I, y'all, I see y'all what playing. they doing. I y'all, see what they doing. Playing. Y'all playing. Hey, like, he directed this motherfucker. I'm gonna say that. Um, so after that happened, we get Daniel kind of like, oh shit, nope, nope, nope. And then that's when we go back to the actual force that's in the sky that's really doing some shit. Because when we realized these was just kids fucking with us, for a minute, it's everybody, the audience, OJ, everybody relieved. Because it's like, oh, shit. Now I know what's been happening. But it's like, that don't really explain all the other shit that's happened to you. Now, were they there because they stole the horse? Or was they there Kicking some shit up Because they want to buy the whole land And I want to get you off the property Well only reason I'm going to say They were there to buy the, Because they stole the horse Is because when he came by To invite them They had just unloaded the horse So he was staring at it And then he had that exchange With Kiki like Oh I got one of them too And then she jumped in like Where'd you get yours from So that's why I'm like Yeah them kids came over there Because they know This bitch stole our goddamn horse nigga. But had that not happened that little exchange, I would 100% believe. Yeah, I'm trying to scare y'all off y'all property on some Scooby-Doo shit. I know it's a fucking alien up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm very well aware. <laughs> I've been trying to... F- I feed it. 
Every night I feed the motherfucker. But I'm trying to get y'all gone so I can take this whole shit and expand Jupiter's claim into some like major Cedar Point shit. Yo, this nigga idiot though. It's terrible. You think that you about to let regular people see a fucking UFO and just go home the next day? Come on. Like, you only can do this shit once to make some money. Come on. Because, like, what you think? Like, the government just going to be like, yeah, we're going to allow these niggas to keep doing this little yeah. $17 a ticket. Pro- no, like, what? nigga, you're going to get your fame and you're going to get interviewed a lot. And you might make a couple hundred thou off niggas talking to you and maybe capturing that. Or at least motherfuckers telling you if they can't capture it, I saw it. Or I can disappear you. And, and you that'll be the other thing. Because I'm the CIA. <laughs> and yeah, nigga. Central intelligence. Alien intelligence. AIA, nigga. We the same niggas. Um, but he wasn't. He ain't had no plan. Again, he caught in the spectacle, dog. Like, that's just what it was, man. The whole notion of getting people to think of him again. Another reason for that scene at the beginning of the movie and later. Yeah. I think he think he can tame these fucking animals. Because he tamed a motherfucking chimp. I think he think his He think he, he tamed he the got chimp. some 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 sort of some some power or something. Yeah. No nigga. No nigga. <laughs> that, that balloon tamed that chimp. That second pop. Cause you was finna be dinner next, nigga. You was going down too, bro. You was finna get them hands and feet and teeth. All on you, nigga. Barbecue chicken, nigga. But the next day, Angel come over there again, unannounced. And he like, yo. Well, so they they do see um so that night, yeah, after yeah. that shit, uh Jean Jacket, yeah, <laughs> does show up. Yep. Camera go off. Angel call. It's the praying mantis night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel called like, yo, this camera off. Yeah. He like, no, this he said it's a praying mantis. It's a bug on your camera. Yeah. Yeah. But then she say, then he was like, and the other one off too. Yeah. So that's when she run out there mm-hmm. and that she run trying to OJ throw the, run. Yeah, she throwing the fucking sour patch kids up at the joint trying to get the Now the run OJ one is fucking amazing. I mean, that's a callback like a motherfucker, boy. <laughs> like, that's just amazing. Like dog. this this is Jordan Peele in his bag. It nigga. was two times they did it. Like, your name's OJ? Oh, at the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Owens Junior, yeah. Uh, but this one, run, OJ, run! Like, come on, man, come on, man. Um, <laughs> you had to be outside. You had to be, and if you weren't, I really feel bad for you, son. Um, and then when Angel come over the next day, not only do he tell them, "Yo, the praying man, all that was fucked up," but I noticed something, and they go look at the film, and then he like, "Tell me what y'all see," and the cloud don't move. He like, "Oh my God, it is fucking real." Yeah, yeah, because he, when he pulled up, he looked right where the cloud was first. And then he goes to check the camera, and it's like, fam, look at this shit. It's one cloud that's been here for 18 hours, nigga. Yo, this shit crazy, though. Fam. Because how many times you looked up at the clouds lately? Come on. Like, since the movie came out. Oh, nigga, every night. <laughs> or every day, nigga. I'm, <laughs> I'm already super fascinated with, like, the moon and shit. Yeah. So I'm always yeah. looking. But, like, yo... Would you notice the cloud? I mean, y'all don't even notice the chemtrails. So, I don't know that you ever going to notice the cloud. <laughs> Dog, this shit was... This was the moment where it was like, all right, I'm thinking they finna turn up again. The way we just turned up in that barn the night before. Now, I'm like, oh, shit. We, this is probably one of the biggest tells in the movie when we realize this shit been hiding behind this cloud for this whole time. That's why it only swooped down right here because the cloud right there, nigga. We coming down right on y'all land every fucking time. But, oh, 
Something significant happened the night before, real quick. It ate the horse that Kiki stole, the porcelain horse yeah. with the flags hanging out. The reason that's significant, and I thought about it after the movie, it ate that horse because that horse is looking up. It's facing directly. The one thing we learn later that you're not supposed to do. I'm also eat horses here every night. Yeah. You got you gave me a fake horse that I look up. Yeah. So. so now not only did I eat that horse, but later when I come back out, y'all going to realize you just fucked my stomach up. And you pissed me off a little bit. Man, you know what's interesting about this movie? What's that? Is we've never thought that these flying saucer things were the actual alien. Mm-hmm. We assumed that that That's was a, a great ship. point. Yeah. And it was like, yo, this thing is moving like a ship I've never seen. Or aircraft shouldn't be able to move. It's not an aircraft. No, no. And as OJ says later, that thing's a predator. Like all the the propulsion. Well, what kind of propulsion is it? Uh, it's, it's it's not an aircraft. That's man. a whole living being up there. Now, what if the all the quote unquote flying saucers niggas thought they saw it was a thing? Was some shit. It was an animal. Was some shit. And what That's if the, fucking crazy. Well, what's super crazy is what if the animal not even from outer space? Mm. It's just some shit we don't know about. What if the motherfuckers been here hiding in the clouds the whole fucking time? Man. And just eating shit. Because, nigga, it's lions, tigers, bears, oh sharks. Now, it's it's looking, one of them. When you start looking at all the different type of animals and shit here, any nigga not from Earth is going to say, we got some wild creatures Fam, in this motherfucker. Here's the thing. It's aliens everywhere. Motherfuckers who not from... Anywhere outside of America can travel and find some animals that are ter- You will be like, oh, that's an alien, nigga. I'm, not, I'm never going to Australia. Come on. It's some shit over there that I never want to see in person, nigga. I don't want to see it on the internet. Like, nigga, it's some shit in the fucking jungle that we ain't never seen in our lives and would be like, wait, that's an animal? Don't go to the Amazon. Well, first off, Come on. the Amazon is so dense that we haven't even explored yeah, yeah, that we, shit like that. Nah. Nigga, I just seen the other day... Um. Like some type of stingray hopped on these people's boat in real life. But whatever kind of stingray this was, it's your boat now. I've never seen this type of stingray. But then what was wild, it hopped up on a stingray and then gave birth. Oh shit. It hopped up on a, their boat and then gave birth to four more stingrays. But when it gave birth, essentially the one stingray sprouted out these four and then it looked like fucking five stingrays that were all, it looked like a quintuplet. Stingray situation Like they was all attached though Nigga this was one of the wildest pictures I've ever seen Of some real shit That was on like MSNBC And I was like yo nigga Earth is wild dog That's a wild place Earth is wild If something came From an outer space Whatever Came here They wouldn't know who was in control Facts They like I saw a bear And I don't think nothing fucking with it Fam Like And then I saw a human (laughs) And I'm like He looks He looks harmless enough Hey you, You see like a a regular sized human, you might be like, all right, this one of them niggas we didn't heard about. But you see Shaq, and now you might have a different thought if you're not from here. Like, or you may, it's like when they tell you don't feed the bears, don't feed the squirrels. Like, yo, this one squirrel really nice. The other one is uh, trying to attack you. Come on, dog. The other squirrel is Zion Williamson. Nigga. <laughs> like, it's a big ass squirrel. Nigga, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's wild. So, um, now we're into the, the movie for real now, because now we officially have. Confirmation from the three main characters that, yo, we know what we see and we know what we're dealing with. Um, or at least enough 
that we know we need to capture this shit on on film for real. Reached out to Antlers. Yeah. Hosts. I thought they was calling that nigga H O S T. I thought they host. had like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, radio names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his last name is H O L S is host. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't pick up on that shit. Antlers host is actually a really hard name for a movie. Like a movie character. That's kind of tough. They reached out to him. Kiki called him like, yo, I got your name from the call, the call sheet. I got a stack of exposures for you. Come on, man. Come on. We get you 20,000 exposures right now, nigga. What up? Um, and he, I wish they would have given a little more background on him just because his character, like dog was menacing as shit, nigga. He was, he, first of all, the nigga voice was crazy. When you're thinking about fame. Yeah. Spectacle. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah. I've lived through all this shit. Yeah. I know what this shit is. Like, I, I understand the detriment of this insidious nature of yeah. attention And I don't want nothing to do with it Until they said we need the perfect shot And you're the only one that can get it And when he heard perfect shot then Now my ego stroke Because again what is spectacle going to do to you dog And then he said uh, When you go When you have that dream or some shit You, you stuck in that dream And yeah. you never leave that dream or some, I forget how he worded it But like Oh so he he agrees to come help. He brings a fucking wind up camera, some non electrical shit. I got one. That shit is hard for my grandfather. Yeah, he he brings one. He brings two of them. Um, and he has Angel basically help him. Well, they asked him. He said no. Yeah, he said no. So then it's another night that goes by, and they try to do that shit themselves. Angel come up. He put plastic over the Oh yeah, trying to yeah, cuz it was going to rain that night yeah. too. He put plastic over the shit and this is this is the night where all the yeah, shit Yeah, this when this when they went back into the horror bag a little yeah. bit. Nigga, yo, the bloody rain directing his ass off. That was like a a very eerie fucking shot. What was that house that you that remember it was a movie about a house that yeah, was uh, uh 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 Amityville. Yeah. That was that Amityville horror house. Well, it was like a house that was eating people or some shit. Oh, that wasn't Amityville. Um, it came on ABC. It was like a three or four night thing, um, but like the house would bleed blood and, and shit like that. Hold on, is this some recent shit? Ah, nigga, it was twenty a, years. Oh, it's a movie that came out in twenty twenty two called "The House That Eats Flesh." That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> um, but no, nah, dog. When when we get this night, this was kind of like the. This was the the peak night. This is when all right, this shit went for real fucking crazy. This God. is when yo, uh, we gotta think about like we, we everybody was like nigga, we out, we done because mm-hmm. this crazy. So, and this was also the night we learned that shit can't eat anything. It has to eat organic beings, nigga. Yeah. It it can't just eat. You can't feed it a, a porcelain horse with flags on it. And we noticed when it ate that horse, the flags never went all the way up. Cuz I can't digest the shit. So, now that I think about it in the order of this thing, OJ wanted to go see if he can get the he went to the Jupiter spot to mm-hmm. see if he can get one of the horses or some shit back. Yeah. He was going over there. Jupe is now trying to do his spectacle shit. Mm-hmm. He got everybody out there. He doing his thing. His jacket has a fucking UFO sauce, flying saucer yep. on the back of it and shit. He trying to, to conjure up a jean jacket using uh, Lucky. Lucky. Yep. 
as you know what I'm saying as bait, and them niggas come early. Yeah, because um, he said they come every night around six o'clock. So in another hour, he got a whole night planned. Yo, I'm gonna have my kids perform for y'all. They gonna do a little dance in their alien suits. Cheer for them. I got my old coworker here. Um, her face bit up. She behind the curtain. Don't trip. Don't don't scare her off. Um, nigga, nah. And then he because I'm here up, now. Ate all the motherfuckers. Yo, bro, <laughs> you so caught up in the spectacle. You so caught up in the fame, the lights, all that shit, nigga. The thing you've been doing, you've been practicing doing this shit every night with OJ horses that he been selling you. But now that you done brought a billion motherfuckers to look at me and you put me on front street, now I'm Gordy the chimp. Okay, bet. This you wanna do, nigga? You wanna you want me to put on a show? Watch this. And I ate all you motherfuckers. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. No, these was uh Jean Jacket confessions, nigga. Cause okay, y'all wanna show, I'm gonna give you a fucking show. And that nigga went crazy and ate the whole theme park. Ate nigga. the whole shit up. And then that's when uh with the slush. OJ get there like, yo, where the fuck are everybody at? Nigga. And then my man, Jean Jacket, yeah. we don't he, UAP. Yeah. Unauthorized attendance point. That's what we call UAPs at my mm-hmm, job. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> uh, and so, you know, he start chasing him around that motherfucker. He run inside one of the little little, I don't know. Shed or some yeah, yeah. shit, and he get knocked out. Yeah, and because when it swooped down, that wind up it blew him right into the thing. Yeah, and that's when we one hundred percent we realized, yo, this not a this not a machine. No, nah, this this is, is a thing, a thing. But the reason he didn't get eight is because since he was knocked out, he couldn't look at it. Yeah, and the reason Lucky never got eight because Lucky never came out his little cage. I'm not fucking with y'all, and I never looked up. Lucky didn't listen to shit Jupe said. And it was funny because you go back to the beginning of the film when they first introduced Lucky to the actress that was in that commercial. And she said, is he lucky? Well, is he? <laughs> Nigga. I knew right then he Lucky ain't dying right. in this movie, dog. Not the black horse. Not, come on, nah. Not, not in the, Jordan Peele not movie. The, not the black horse. Not in Jordan Peele movie. Tuh. Maybe not in- the uh, stallion. Come on, nah. Come on, nah. So when OJ wakes up, the rain that's coming through the little shed is red. And when I noticed that, because initially I noticed his shirt was stained red a little. And I'm like, damn, my nigga bleeding. Like, he must got fucked up. But then I noticed it was the raindrops hitting him. And I said, oh, shit. And then we go back to fucking uh, Emerald and Angel at the house. And you see the rain on the window coming down and his blood. That nigga pissed, though. Woo! He pissed. You motherfuckers gave me. Y'all fed me some bullshit. Yeah. Nigga, you ever bought some... I remember... I might have been uh, I might have been eleventh grade. Ran into a nigga I went to high school with at Northland. A nigga sold me some fake yays. I ain't know they was fake yays. This was before my fake yay radar was good. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't identify that these was fake Cardis. The yadar. Yeah, my yadar was off, man. My yadar was not good, and um, it was some some woods, and they looked. I I give them this to this day. I ain't gonna say his name because I beat him up, but uh. They were some good fakes. And I didn't realize they was fakes till I went to go change the lens. And when I went to uh to DLC, shout out to DLC in Northland, the lady said, um, sir, we can only change lenses on real Cartier glasses. Well, change my shit. And I said, Well, yeah, I want the brown tint 
Cause these is navy wood. Like I went, I feel like the brown has set them bitches off. And I'm like, make my shit gradient, and I have a prescription with y'all already. And she said, um, sir, I don't think you understand what I'm trying to tell you. So let me run this back by you. We can only we're only authorized to use real Cartier materials on Cartier glasses. And I said, Why are you telling me that? Like, do the thing. I'm, I'm giving you the 180 for the lenses. Do the thing. And she was like, sir, these are not real Cartier glasses. And I had to go find my nigga, and I beat him up real quick. Dog. He was still at Northland. So this was a very quick transaction. I didn't get my money back, but I did beat the shit out, dog. And that was all that mattered to me at the time. Um, it was principal. But that said, don't sell me no bullshit. And in this case, don't feed me no bullshit. Y'all niggas fed me a fake horse? Fake horse. All these horses I'm in eating, y'all give me a fake horse? And them strings is fucking with me. Come on, man. Y'all clogging my throat, nigga. Constipated. Come Ooh, on. And when the movie first started, we didn't realize we was we was looking at that nigga mouth. Yeah. So look, I thought that shit was some sort of a I don't know what it was. To the shape of it in the beginning, because it changed shape as the we got toward the end. But in the beginning, it kind of was shaped like a 10-gallon cowboy hat. Like one of them big brim joints. Yeah. And the bottom part was the mouth. But then, as it kind of moved around, I realized it was the mouth technically, but it also looked like an eye. And it was it was it was moving and transforming while it was going. At literally, like if you watch, when y'all watch it again, because you should go watch it. It again. shape shifted. Yes, it shape shifted into a cloud. Come on, as well as hid in a, another cloud. Yeah, because a cloud not gonna wait for him to come back and just stand there. That's a fact. It can change into whatever the fuck he want to, and. It did, yeah. And then um, we also got so so he after Jean Jacket ate the whole crowd. Yeah, I spit all that shit back out. Oh well, wait before we get to to him spitting them out. After he ate the crowd, we saw the crowd going up into its body. Like we saw the the oh, yeah, yeah, digestion yeah. process. Like these motherfuckers are screaming. So now we're hearing the screams that we've been screaming from the or hearing from these horses. Yeah. Now we're hearing it from people. Who was some other people that were screaming? Come on. In mass. Come on. Come on. Cause the one that, that six months ago, it was Cause we've been hearing this for a long time. And it ain't all been horses. And now we hearing these screams from this audience and from Jupe and his people. And we're realizing, oh, you going down the gullet. This is not a, a UFO, nigga. This is a whole fucking animal, nigga. So then, later when it throws up, we get in the bloody rain. This is all a part of the vomit. We get more objects coming down, nigga. Fucking sign from Jupiter's claim. Some more keys pop into they, they uh, front steps in the porch. Nigga, he mad now. He mad as fuck. He mad as fuck. I feel like y'all been fucking with me. I'm raining down hell and brimstone on you hoes. And and you, my man, take this horse, nigga. Come on, nigga. To the face. To the face. So when OJ comes back from, from Jupiter's claim and he pulls up, his car slows down again because, hey, we know it's here. He realizes while he's in the car, yo, if I don't look up, it won't eat me. That was his first moment where he actually, like, strategically didn't look up at it. Yeah. And then he's sitting there, the car stopped because the electricity went out, and then all of a sudden, bam, that horse came through the window, nigga. Oh, you didn't threw the horse down at me, nigga. Oh, you really mad. Okay. Big mad. Big mad. And I stole Lucky back, by the way, because 
Hey, whole farm is dead. So, or the whole thing park. I figure I get my horse back. Push me to my legs. Come Push on. me to the ledge. All my friends are dead. All my friends are dead. Literally. Um. So then, when when he realizes, yo, if you don't look up at it, it don't fuck with you. He gets out the fucking car. He tries to wave uh, M and Angel over to him, and then he also picked one of them up in a, in a dream from his pops. Mm. About it being a wild animal and shit. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Kind of, he kind of figured like I might be able to tame this shit. Yeah, yeah. But that was the moment that yeah, that can't tame a predator. Came, <laughs> that, came, that came a came a true. Yeah, and then the next day, that's when they get antlers to come over. Yeah, because antlers seen that shit heard on the news like what's going on and because he t- and, they and told him specifically yeah. something going on in La Dos Vida. And yeah, they was like, "Yo, what's going on in Ladell's V?" Yeah, he seen it on the news. Like, "Oh shit, they not lying, nigga." The the whole fucking shit disappeared. Like, the theme park, it was people there, and then it wasn't. Yeah, I gotta pull up, nigga, because something going down. So he pulled up. He brings his fucking old school cameras to try to capture this shit. Oh girl, fucking um, wheelchair on the roof, nigga. Man, yo, they house just got dry blood all over it. That shit. That was a great shot of that house, dog. After all this shit happened, that was some very like, and you know how you, you know he was mad. Hmm. That nigga was outside all day. Facts. He ain't. He, ain't yeah, he never went out. back he, inside. Dog. That nigga was outside mm-hmm. waiting for niggas. Nigga, come until on. the next morning. Cause now and not only that, but where I've been eating most of my food, I just cleared it out. So now I'm back. I'm back on y'all shit now. Where I got that one horse. All right. Yeah. Ghost. I need where ghost people at, nigga. Where Tasha? Come on, nah. Tariq. Come on, nah. So he outside. They show Antlers the cloud. They show him all the shit. Here go the plan. They they lay out a map of the whole ranch. This where I'm gonna be. We're gonna post up here. We're gonna set the cameras this direction. Oh, oh, oh. Uh prior to this shit. Prior to Antlers hitting them up. After that night, they finally go. They went over to Oh, uh, that's when they went to Angel Crib. Yeah, they went in to the Angel diner Crib, and shit. They yeah. went to the diner. And basically they like, all right, my nigga, uh, we ain't fucking with this shit no more. And this yeah. is when it, I, it it stopped for me. Yeah. It stopped being about the money and the fame. And it was really deeper than that. It was one portion. And when he was talking to uh his sister, when she said, I want to know how big of a dummy you are, <laughs> you're like, I guess I'm a big one. Because basically Dad put his whole life into this shit. It ain't just about money. I got to do something special with it. Mm-hmm. It has to mean something to me. Mm-hmm. So it, this has stopped at some point being about let's trying to get a, the shot because we want to get some money. Now this this got to give meaning to this place. Yeah. Also, if we make a couple of dollars, then I don't have to sell the ranch and we can continue this place with his legacy the whole yeah. yard. But she like my nigga. I got I got mobs to feed. I don't have children. Yeah, I gotta go feed them fucking horses because dad want me to feed them horses. This Literally. is my father's spot. Literally. This is a, my father's grandfather's spot. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so, nah, this not about that. I'm staying no matter what. And then when she was walking off, like, all right, then Antlers gave him the text, like, yo, I'm in. Yeah, I'm pulling up, dog. I'm pulling up because I I'm with the smoke now. Yeah. Um, which could you be convinced? To go put your fucking life on the line for some shit like this? Like, would you believe motherfuckers for real? If they told you seen some shit on the news that kind of make they shit. But like, yo, can I really go get involved in some shit like this? Because nigga, the shit I just saw on the news would have scared me to fuck. Like, yo, I low-key believe him. I'm not going over there, dog. I don't give that much of a fuck. 
Uh, I don't know. Mega Millions at a billion right now, though. So maybe I will pull up. I know, nigga. I'm for sure playing a lot. I know I've received phone calls and I went and put my life on the line mm. uh, when I know I I probably shouldn't. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And like outside of that given situation, looking back, I'd be like, you know, why the fuck would you go over there? And, and I I feel like you know every man especially has probably done some shit like that. You get a call, your man's in some shit. Your your girl got something going on, whatever the fuck. You pull up, you ready for the smoke. You're dealing with humans. This is a different call. Because <laughs> this call right here, like, if I pull up, all of us might not make it out this motherfucker. Shout out to Jordan Peele doing an entire movie with no guns. Mm. Mm. Yo, man, they be saying they, um, they tired of seeing movies with, you know, slaves and the same old stories and drug. We got crack fatigue, all that shit. Yo, here go one. Anything? Did you see this one? <laughs> come on. Wasn't no drug. Wasn't no gun. No drug. Nobody. Come on, man. Ain't nobody say nigger. Yo, what's funny is, and I mean, respect to Keith David and his character in the movie, but he the only black person died in this motherfucker. Whole lot of folks died. And I think it was very intentional that the rest of them wasn't black after he died. I think that was done very fucking intentionally because that's Jordan Peele, right? He a director who directs with intention, nigga. Everything I do has a purpose, nigga. Every outfit, every song I pick, the fucking background poster in the room that we in, all that shit means something. So, yeah, you ain't see a lot of black death in this. Wonder the fuck why. But y'all be saying y'all want these movies, then these movies come out, and y'all go out there and y'all say they trash, or mm, that ain't my style, I'm not going to see that bullshit. Okay, well, you're going to keep getting fucking power. That's just what's going to keep being on your TV screens. It's fucking power. All right? So they get out there, they get set up, they try to get the fucking shot. It's looking like they shit is working. They got all the little, uh, what's them joints called? Them balloons, the little wavies? Yeah. The viewers, they get a bunch of them. Yeah. And um, it's working. So basically what that was about, because people ask, like, what, what, what was what, the point what of that? Was that? They basically set up a GPS system. Yep. Um or a radar system. Radar, I um, like that word. They radar. stole, they stole all them batteries, which was hilarious when he thought the police were coming. Yeah. Um, they stole all them batteries because I mean, Jean Jacket gives an electromagnetic pulse out that stops all electronics. Mm-hmm. So when I see the the sky dancers, I think that's what they call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I see the sky dancers drop down, we know where he at because he also disguises himself like a fucking cloud. So mm-hmm. when we can't see him. I know where he coming. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, shit was brilliant. Uh, it's probably their best plan uh, thus far. Because, again, what's funny is, Jupiter, you could have done something similar to call him out. But you ain't know. You was about the money, nigga. That's what you was trying to get from this. Money and fame. These niggas trying to get this shit on film for money and fame. But it was handled a little bit more thoughtfully when they did it um so they calling them out and the shit was working everybody got their own motivation facts you know what i'm saying facts. think about the three motivations um oh and also portion that we missed earlier about fame mm-hmm. and what people do for fame yeah what they'll discard for fame angel girlfriend he been with for four years broke up with him diff dissed him and get, she a she an actress look out she, for her because she got a pilot Come on, on. CW. Come on. Fucking CW. Come on. Hollywood will use you and spit you out. Another example. Boom. But now, two everybody motivations. Yeah, this is how we be in sync. <laughs> my my sign off 
literally says the bottom line this movie is about Hollywood using minorities, animals, and black people specifically to spit you out. <laughs> Come on now. And uh so we know M and OJ mm-hmm. wanna do this shit for the money. For their dad it, legacy. I think it was money and fame initially, but yeah. now we gotta do something yeah. with this. Dad ain't die for nothing. Uh What's this nigga? Antlers? Angel. Oh, okay. Angel wants to cons- expose this shit to the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, nigga, yeah. These UFOs and you're like, why? Did, oh, because he had a whole. He was a whole theorist. Oh, my nigga. He was like UFO. He like, why did change the name? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, like Daniel Club. Why did change the name? Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but like, no, that's what I'm saying. They got this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And this. I'm like, well, he want to expose that shit to the world so much so, and when they all of them in together, he was like, hey guys. But this is like gonna save some lives or do this or do this. This not just about yeah. like money or some shit like that. Yeah. So that's his motivation. Antlers is trying to get the shot. He on some super duper artistic shit. Yeah. Right? Like and for him, yo, if if I get this shot, this can be my fucking swan song. Yeah. I can walk away on this. Like everybody is willing to risk it all for this thing. Yeah. Now, is that thing spectacle? Is that our addiction to spectacle or is that our insidious nature of attention? Mm. Like, but everybody is putting it all on the line for, for their motivation. It don't give a, I don't give a fuck what happens. We doing this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And they went for it and this shit was fucking happening and it was on the way until. Spaceman shows up. Here comes TMZ, nigga. Now we don't know this is a TMZ, nigga. We just know it's a nigga on a motorcycle. I will say. I thought this was going to be a way more nefarious interaction than it turned out to be, dog. Because when we see a nigga on a motorcycle, it's like, oh, who the fuck is this? But I'm like, mm, they live on this fucking nondescript road. This could be a random nigga got off on the wrong exit. Nigga, I don't know. But he told us, yo, this area not even on Google Maps, my nigga. Come on. It's blurry. Fam, when they went down there to go talk to the nigga, that nigga's helmet was like, I was like, oh, this might be some badass shit, nigga. And then I'm thinking like, is he with antlers? Like, what is happening right now in this moment, nigga? Because I don't know. Um, then he on a motorcycle. I'm like, is this some shit Kiki brought up? Like, because she mentioned earlier, I ride fucking motorcycles, nigga. I don't know what's going on. Turns out it's just TMZ. Heard about what y'all niggas got going on in Agua Dolce. And ready to risk it all. Ready to risk it all. For fame. Come and on. And attention. Come on. So much so when he got flew off his fucking bike. He was more worried about his camera. Than Whole camera else. broke. Nigga, your legs is broke. Whole time, he don't want nobody to... We we try not to look at shit. He's talking about take a picture of me at least. Come on, dog. What? Sir, your Whole helmet's... fucking alien out here. Nigga, your helmet's still on. Take a picture of you for what? Nigga, we don't even see you. <laughs> and he was like, you don't got your phone out. Come on, son. Come on, son. Your back broke. My back is broken. <laughs> Spinal. <laughs> <laughs> so... But he also fucked up the shot they was finna get. So now, Antlers is trying to do some other shit. Cause I'm trying to help you. Yeah. I'm trying to help you. But then the nigga come up and he like, oh, my bad nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not about to die over it. No. Nah. I'm, <laughs> I'm nigga, out. I gotta go. Them niggas ain't dying for you. That nigga OJ got smooth out of Dodge. Nigga, have a good night. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Sorry you died, bro. And you got ate the fuck up. But now, Jean Jacket down there swooping. Now everybody about to Because now you niggas is down here And hold up is I, I know that ain't who I think it is 
Antler's host. I <laughs> know that ain't who I think it like, is. Antler's host, nigga. You over there, your nigga. They getting good footage and shit. Yeah. Somebody get really, really good. Come Run on. out. Now it's shit and ran out. Angel got to swap the shit. I'm thinking he about to fuck it up. Oh, man. I knew Open he was going to fuck it up. Yeah. But nope. We get this shit. Got it together. We got it. We go on some good shit. We man. got it. And then this nigga Antler's turned into a whole ass nigga. Because everybody's motivation. Well, see, he was like, once he got it, he was like, yo, my motivation was just to do it. I ain't trying to share with nobody. Mm. We don't deserve the impossible. Mm. Mm. That nigga went to go ruin it all. The impossible shot, nigga. He nah. like, and he on some purely artistic shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling nobody. I did it though. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, I'm about to. I'm this shit is impossible, but I'm about to get even a more impossible shot. I'm gonna get myself being eight. Come on, pause. You know literally, what I'm saying? Literally, I bet that nigga wish he could have paused. And you know he got all that shit now. Did the camera? There was a a, a a clip with the the viewfinder on the ground. Yeah. Did he spit the camera back out? Who knows? Yeah. Um. But that nigga antlers went on and got chewed the fuck up. So this scene also, it's emotional. It was a little emotional because when they was trying to figure out how they was gonna do it, they like, well, who gonna go down there and get the the main the main nigga out the out this trailer? Yeah. And OJ like, I do it. Yeah. Because I'm the man here. I'm him. So he go out there to try to save and it started chasing him. Yeah. So he jump out and uh and get his attention and try to run off just to give her enough time to get on the motorcycle to dip out. Mm-hmm. And you know, they do that little they little eye thing or whatever, and it's kinda like, oh shit, nigga about to sacrifice himself so his little sister can get the fuck on. And that's you know what I'm saying, that's yeah. pretty it's pretty um And that's admirable. I did I appreciated him and Kiki, OJ and M in this scene. Oh shit. What I've been forgetting is What's that? I never read the whole quote. I was trying to say this shit. So The whole quote? Ronnie's whole quote? No. Okay. The film is about the nature of spectacle, our addiction to spectacle, and the insidious nature of attention. Also about a brother and a sister healing their relationship. Mm. Mm. So the movie is about that. And per him specifically, mm-hmm. poor Jordan Peele, and about a brother and a sister healing their relationship. Yeah. And at that particular moment, because she'd been all for self, it's about me, it's about me, it's about me. I'm trying to do this shit. And she basically said where the animosity and shit came from because mm-hmm. when I was nine, I was supposed to, this is supposed to be my jean jacket. Jean jacket, the horse. Was supposed to be my horse to train. Yeah. And then I saw dad taking you outside. Um, and training it because for the Scorpion King. Yeah. Also, what you would do and what you would discard for the price of fame. I made a promise to my daughter, but Hollywood come knocking. I'm going to do whatever I want to do for Hollywood. You get discarded. Come on. And that put a rift in between them. Yeah. Um, That'll fuck your relationship up with your dad. Yeah. And now, not only that, yo, now Hollywood calling you. Because now you got to, let me go see what the fuck my dad played me for. Let me get out here. Now I'm an actress, singer, horse rider, motorcycle rider. Like, I'm all the above trying to figure out why my pops played me the way he did. It must be something out here that's so enticing. Come on. It's the lights. Action. Satisfaction? Come on. Hollywood, dog. Um, And then, you know, we, we get her going back to Jupiter's claim because the, the final scene is 
her releasing that one big ass juke balloon that was on the roof. So I'm wondering, was this all a part of the plan? I didn't know if this was part of the plan or a pivot. Because it felt like a pivot in the movie. It felt like a pivot in the movie, but it was too fu- it like was perfect. You know, even when she rolled in there and had the the the, the yellow the, the yellow tape, mm-hmm. like yo, you're not gonna get you because he got that yellow shit yeah, flying yeah. around. I'm like, is this? You don't want none of that. It? And then it seemed like she ran specifically and lit put these up, pick yeah, these yeah, up, yeah. put these up. And like shit. she knew what she was headed to yeah. do. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, was this? But it this? felt like it. You know what it felt like? It felt like a plan B. Well, I don't. So so when you think about it, it's like okay. We wanted to get the shot, mm-hmm. but what does after we get the shot? The monster still chasing us, though. And mind you, this whole period, the monster is also shape shifting now. Yes, this is when it's turning into this whole other form, kind of squid like, kind of shark like, kind of. It looked like a fucking damn. They turn into a dress. Macy floats, <laughs> nigga. That shit looked like a fucking dress to me up yeah. there. Like, what is happening, dog? I ain't gonna lie, I didn't know what the gang signs, bro. I ain't know what I was watching. At this point, like I was like, "What the fuck is this alien doing?" And dog? then when it kept doing that little f- mm-hmm. that square thing, when it got closer, I'm like, "Oh shit!" We started this movie from the outside in. Mm-hmm. You know and what I'm saying? Now this motherfucker went inside out on them, nigga. Like, oh shit! Yeah, no nah, wonder I, we can't find this motherfucker. It can change into whatever the fuck you want to. This motherfucker is literally different. It nigga. is the chemtrail. Like, them <laughs> <laughs> ain't fucking chemtrail. Them aliens, yeah. nigga. <laughs> yeah, if we wasn't naming this episode, nope. <laughs> it is. Chemtrail <laughs> would absolutely be the title of this episode, man. Um, So it's doing all this while she goes to let it go. But to the, the same point of that kind of spectacle ruining you, right? Yo, as the alien force thing, you want a show, I'm going to give you a show. But... Also got a little bit caught up because I ain't learned from the last time I ate some bullshit. I thought I did. Thought I knew what to recognize as the bullshit now, but well, this shit like a person. This look like Jube. This little Jube. I've been wanting to eat this nigga all day. And they're looking at me. Come on. And he looking at me. Come on. And it was a callback when she jumped in a little well and mm-hmm. put them coins in there from earlier in the movie. Yeah. She jumped in somebody's shit and did oh did photo a bomb. Uh, photo bomb. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which was dope. How that, how that shit happened But the one of the bigger things That's going out Is She got a whole bunch of pictures mm-hmm. Never looked at none of one of them bitches mm-hmm. By the way Police and the paparazzi and shit came They came over yeah And then she looking out And online And the, the whole question is Did she really see OJ Was that really OJ Yeah Or was it Cause you know It was smoke there Yeah Cause on the other side of the sign that said out yonder mm-hmm. and him or the horse didn't actually move at all. Yeah. They sat there. You know what I'm saying? I would like to think that that was him. Yeah. Uh, but like, but was it like, Oh, I see dead OJ. Yeah. <laughs> and like, dead lucky. They try to make it. Well, not try to make it. Someone has referenced like his father's spirit is still hovering mm-hmm. over the ranch, talking to him in his sleep. They even give him the idea that, this is just an animal that you can tame and everything. Yeah. Um, gave him the idea about the, he thought about the the, the horse and the, the little spin around thingamajiggy and shit. And, I'm going to tell uh, you why I think this was really OJ. Because he was riding Lucky. And Lucky not dying, nigga. That's a fact. Lucky not dying, bro. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's my, my, nah, OJ was definitely still alive at the end. Because I felt, I felt that he was still alive. But when she yeah, was looking. I, I could see it. 
But and it was dusty. It never it never got clear. Yeah. And it's out yonder. Now granted the out yonder sign I saw one time yeah. during the movie as well. And now if that out yonder sign had never been seen in the movie, I'm like, all right. Hey, if you're from the south, we going up yonder, nigga. We ain't going out yonder, nigga. So unless that sign had said up yonder, that's the but that's one. <laughs> but I, I see what they you on. What I'm though. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the I, whoever theorized that online. I like where your head was at, but I do think nah. OJ was he was right there waiting on his baby sister to come out with her picture from the well of the the thing eating the. But yeah, nigga, that shit look like a silk shirt in the sky. I will say though, I didn't love the final shot. <laughs> Like I thought, there was like opportunities to have better shots than the one that they ended up getting. Like I didn't love that shot. I thought that shot was kind of eh. Like it was. I I get they got the shot of it eating the the big juke balloon looking thing, but I was like, nah, they could have got a better shot of that though. Like, like give me like the view from the side. I can't really tell what's going on from well, this well, get, nigga. Yeah, well, from the well, you can't get it from the side. Yeah, man. Hey, man. I like this movie, dog. I really did. I enjoyed the movie. I'm probably I haven't seen it a second time, so I'm gonna probably go back. I'm probably um, gonna watch it again. Yeah. I, I even looked on my fire stick to see if that bitch was on there. It ain't on there. Oh, uh, you know, I went straight to my my little piracy site that I'm never telling y'all online unless you send me the five dollars to this weekend culture cash. Was it app. on there? It's not there yet. Okay, I checked because Shorty kept asking. What's crazy is like I was looking for it to be there for the review, yeah. but I'm glad it's not there. Yeah, so you can watch the movie. So. When I, because me and you just talked when we recorded earlier in the week about going to see it again. You went to go see it that second time, yeah. and I planned to go yesterday and just had time ain't permit this week. It's been a crazy week, and I was like, "Damn, dog!" So I've been checking around the clock, like, "Yo!" And then last night, insomnia kicked me. I've been up for a long fucking time. I'll just say I took a nap yesterday. That's why I don't take naps. Cause me sleeping for an hour or two. I'm going to be up for the rest of the year, nigga. Yeah, that's and that's what happened to me yesterday. And uh looked for it all fucking day, all night. It wasn't there. But I remembered enough. I read enough articles, reviews. I, I kind of got back into it enough that I knew we was going to be in here having a good convo, man. It was crazy. I wanted to, right after we finished the pod, the last pod only about an hour and 10 minutes because I had to get Yeah, yeah, on. we had to dip. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I wasn't bored the second time. No. Nah. And I would watch it again. I picked up more shit. And, you know, hey, man. Fam, it was a good fucking movie. Look, if you didn't like the movie again, me and me and Jay never here to convince you niggas what you like or don't like. Yeah. But I'm just here to talk about my experience with it. But I enjoyed it. Um, and that's not a, you know, I'm a fan of Jordan Peele, dog. Like, I'm, I really love the way he directs. Um, yo, speaking of this, and I saved this question for last. I wanted us to wrap the review. We got asked a question that I thought you'd be interested in entertaining, man. Shout out to the homie. He said, yo, did Jordan Peele pass Ryan Coogler as a director? Why they got a, why they, who said it was racing? Then somebody else said in response to that, they said we need a tale of the tape. Why? They both have three films, Get Out, Us, Nope, Fruitvale, Creed, Black Panther. I mean, I, I would say thing. no. I mean, what you going to base it on? Opinion? Because you want to do it on box office, nigga. Nothing trumps Black Planet. I mean, Black Panther. Yeah. you Or, or fucking Creed. You know what I'm saying? Like, them, like box office-wise... Yeah, numbers is is numbers, but it's like to your point. What are we rating that off of, right? Because they haven't made the same type of movies at all. 
So it's hard to kind of look at. This is Jordan Peele's first big budget. He ain't had that. He's had to be very fucking original. And also, Jordan Peele got three original screenplays. Ryan Coogler is telling so this some is, stories that have, have been out there. So this is the thing that I don't like. And it's a it's a misconception that 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 we've been told by, mm-hmm. our, by ourselves, by mm-hmm. the way. You know, black comedians be like, you only it's only one at a time. Mm-hmm. So now these niggas can direct. I don't believe that it's only been one at a time. Yeah. Because I can give you one at a time when Sinbad was the fucking man. Come on. When Chris Rock was the man. Come on. When Martin was the man. When Damon Wayans was the man. Bill Bellamy was the when man. When Bill Bellamy Come was on. the man. Uh, when who the Robert Townsend was the man? Facts. Uh, Keenan Ivory Wins was Keenan the man. Yeah. Was was the man? There go seven to eight men's, and I even got to the. I haven't even got to Kevin Hart and and Cat Williams and during and that era. You still in right there? Robin Harris was the man. Like like fam, if it's only one at a time, we got like fifteen names and like a like yeah. it's not one at a time. Yeah. All you niggas was doing everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like this idea that it has to, I have to be better than you on some on some from the creative, yo, be better than yourself. Mm. Cause mm. I can't be better than you because I don't know if me and you have the same objective. Yeah. Like how can I be better than you when you don't know I don't know what's what were you trying to do, and yeah. like so if I'm going to, if my goal is to sell one million records, and I sell ten million ten million records, that shit worth ten million, right? Mm-hmm. Your goal is to sell twenty million records, and you sell nineteen million records. Okay, you done sold more records than me. Who most successful? I went for one and got ten. You went for 20 and got 19. Come on. I failed at my goal. But so from the outside now looking you. in, Come on. who better? Come on. Like, what is the goal and what's the purpose? I don't want to keep tally like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially with two, like, just like I we, say we talked about in the, earlier in the week when I was like, why would you compare Zendaya and... To Kiki Palmer. Why, yeah. you, got, why you got to compare? Nigga, I'll say this, dog. We got... A black director intentionally making black horror and black sci-fi films. We have another black director doing Marvel films and being like the fucking second biggest movie ever, nigga, from some ticket sales shit. So, yeah, this is one of the moments where and I'm Fruitville just Station was amazing. Fruitville was amazing. Come on, this is one of the only times you got Michael B. Jordan to act. My nigga acted. That shit was fucking great. Fruitvale was great, and it was, a, it was was a, good. It was a respectful Creed One was amazing. Creed Two was okay as fuck. It was that was like the but Creed Two wasn't Ryan Coogler. I got the fuck away from that before they Creed Two'd it. Um, but no, Creed One was really fucking good, man. It made niggas interested interested in Rocky franchise again. Come on, and it brought that shit been uh, on since the seventy six. It brought Tessa Thompson to you know lives of niggas who didn't know Tessa Thompson prior to that. Now she in Marvel movies. Come on, huh? Come on, look at the range, nigga. Um, yo man, I want to I want to end this shit with a quote from Jordan Peele uh about the movie. He said I'm most proud of how we addressed this acknowledgement of the first actor. In a lot of ways, this film is the sequel to that. The sequel that was needed. The reboot to 
the original film in which we acknowledge the erasure. We acknowledge the exploitation. We let it lie there. And then we go make the best fucking crazy adventure alien movie with black people and black voices. Man, you know what else is extremely ironic? Mm. Um, the gentleman who actually filmed the first film. Mm-hmm. Um, it Damn, it just escapes me now. His last name, the guy on the bike in the movie, his name was Ryder. His last name. Mm. So I don't know what kind of can maybe something there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if they were just trying to pay homage to 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 the gentleman who actually filmed it, but they named the the motorcycle person. His name was first name was R Y D E R Ryder, and the gentleman's last name. I feel bad because I don't. Yeah, uh, can't, I can't remember it offhand, but. Salute to that Yo it was something else That I thought was dope in here You remember uh, The beginning When they were filming A commercial The director Of the commercial He's um, Damn The the guy who played In the original uh, Psycho Hitchcock Joint uh, Anthony I'm blanking on his name But that was his son <laughs> And I was like Oh Jordan Peele Just going out and grabbing Everybody he can On some thoughtful shit Man yo Yo this is the actual Footage and shit well, the steals from the, the first oh, from ride. This. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was trying to um when I was looking up stuff about that. It's a lot of really dope history around that. I'm gonna oh. just say that, but also fucked up because you realize this nigga ain't. His world name famous. was Edward Mybridge. M U Y B R I D G E. And dude, name was Ryder Mybridge. Yeah, got you. His his, his side note, he spelled his name Edward. E-A-D-W-E-A-R-D mm. So it could be like Edward Edward Yeah, yeah. And um yeah. M-U-Y-B-R-I-D-G And the that's dude sound, in the film Name was Ryder Mybridge Got you That's a good call out man Hey yo man Um Our note review was fucking great Uh Go watch the movie again Go watch the movie if you haven't seen it and you listen to this first, salute to you for being brilliant because now you get to watch the movie with your eyes in the right spot. If you saw the movie and didn't love it, listen to this and then go watch it again because you could watch it in the right spot. And if you saw the movie and loved it, then I hope that this review added a lot more fucking color to what you already loved about the film. I hope we provided some really useful context for you, man. Um, Yo, man, three great fucking pods this week, by the way. We doing this shit on an off week. Jay finna go out of town in a minute. You know what I'm saying? We doing this shit when we... This week should have been light. Should have. You know what I'm saying? And we out here giving y'all this premium ass content, man. Y'all know the deal. Follow us on This Week in Culture across all the socials. Hit us up at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com with your voice notes, your Blackberry letters, and just say what up to the gods, man. Till next week, I'm Ant. That's Jay. Note Pod, episode 253. We out.